This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TMS at checkout to get free shipping. Coming up on TMS, cops and rubbers, Vietnam. All French fries and no gravy. Twice baked condoms. Digifizidical. Hey, there you go. There you did it. Fresh out of fannings. Don't fat shame Stephen King books. If this is Hallmark, I'm going to fart. Canadians never forget. (laughs) You get the steam and the aroma. (gasps) Coloring pages and big fat fonts. Firm monitor arms. Subtitles trick you into reading. Eken, Eiken, Vuken, Vilken. Wait, who's pooping outside? (laughs) (laughs) Those ran together nice. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I'm the observer, my friend. When there is more than meets the eye, I will let you know. What did you see, old man? The morning stream, it's Toad's Fat. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for... Wow. We're on the 30th? What? Yes, this is it. This is it. This is the day. This is the last day. Call Billy wake Joe. Wake Joe Armstrong up. Wake, wake, him, wake him up. Wake him up. It's about to end. I mean, you have till midnight, but September's yeah. about to end. You got to call him. Get him on. Get him on. That's Let him right. know. Set off his alarm. Anyway, uh, hey, it's September 30th, the last day of September ni- uh, 19 and 2020. <laughs> It's 19 and 2020, Brian. Welcome to the year. 19, 19 and 2020, score and four fifteenths. There you go. go. That's Brian. I'm Scott. We're here to do a show. We got stuff to talk about, things to do. And uh, we like Wednesdays because Wednesdays have uh, movie recommendations and television oh. recommendations. Yeah, it's, it's basically we, we said, um, could we just jam everything into one show and call it Wednesday? Yeah. Like Babel Royale, News music it's like uh, my whole day actually. it's my whole day is like yeah it is it is wednesday wednesday tms is really just a representative of what my entire wednesday looks like yeah same it's just too much i gotta i gotta figure out a way to peel some of wednesday out and move it somewhere else but for now it is what it is all right so uh as many of you know there was a debate yesterday not going to talk about the debate the substance (laughs) of it and or uh, lack of or or whatever oh, whatever man, you think does of, he ever shut up no i'm just kidding Please continue. <laughs> we're not going to talk about any of that because i only watched five minutes and then could, couldn't take it and i got out yeah uh brian watched more but he played a video game and was <laughs> exactly i did watch i listened to the whole thing mm-hmm. uh my eyes hurt from rolling so much but uh <laughs> yeah some some sweet eye rolling so uh yeah. so instead uh i noticed something Last night, okay. across the way in a townhouse, uh, there was some really loud something going on out there. And I was out there with the dog doing a poo. Or the dog was. I wasn't. Oh, well, okay. I'm not going to judge. And this was later in the, <laughs> later in the, uh, during the <laughs> de- debate, because it would have been probably, I don't know, an hour in or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm out there and I, I keep hearing, Like this kind of noise coming oh, out of this God. thing. Okay, and uh-huh. uh, there was some. I could hear him laughing, and I could. I, I assume there was some copious amounts of drinking going on uh, up in this this townhouse. 
But apparently, and I could kind of hear faintly in the background the actual debates going on. Mm. So they had that cranked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had it nice and loud, and they were having a, I guess, debate party. Okay. Uh, and they were hooting and hollering every time anybody said anything. And it wasn't like, there wasn't, didn't seem to be in favor of anything. In fact, if anything, it just seemed like a sports moment, of, or it was like watching, uh, what's it like? Like an episode of Married with Children where, where Al says something rude and the, and the crowd goes, ooh, the audience, ooh, ooh, like that. Ooh, yeah, right. Uh-huh. It was like one of those sitcom uh, ooh moments and they just kept doing it. And I was out there just for, I don't know, I was out there five, six minutes, but it was enough time for them to go, oh, no, he didn't. Like this kind when, of thing. When uh, when Wallace brought out the puppy uh, in the second half, did, did the entire audience go, oh, <laughs> He didn't really do that, did he? He didn't bring out a puppy. No, okay. no but would have surprised me <laughs> with everything else. That would have been great. Going on that damn thing, yeah. That would have been great. Like, really light, lose, uh, lighten things up a little bit. No, I want to know how quickly a drink got into Chris Wallace's hands after the end of, after they stopped uh, the live feed. Jeez. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, it's a job I don't envy in most years, most uh, campaigns, yeah. but uh, yeah. especially not last night. So, uh, anyway, it went. Anyway. And I didn't watch it. So um, I've heard highlights. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. We're not talking yeah. about it. Justin's not I'm here. Curious if the, I'm Tuesday. curious if the debate party did a drinking game to go along with it. There was, you know, there were a few that circulated around. Oh, I'll bet they were. Um, they had to be, right? Like, you're going to be that been, into it. Yeah. Aren't you going to be? I think these are the people that left the whiskey bottle on my on my lawn, honestly. <laughs> you know, easily could have been. That would fit, right? That would totally track. Yeah. By the way, someone emailed and said, don't keep that bottle. I said, why? I mean, not that I yeah. would. But they were like, why? Don't keep it. And I was really curious. Because you know that thing's half urine at this point. It's half urine in there. He said it with such <laughs> with such commitment and assurity. It sounds like he knows that people pee in their in their Yeah, exactly. He's, it's now a little suspicious to how much he knows about that. Well, I mean, there's no way. You know, I don't care if it's Johnny Walker Blue, you know, like a nice expensive bottle of whiskey or what is, what's the double black? Is that the... Uh, I don't know. You got me. Um there's like six six colors of Johnny Walker, and uh, I want to say the top one is like Johnny Walker black. Gold it sounds or double fancy. black or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't care if it was the most expensive bottle I ever left on my line. If it's half drank, I'm not drinking the rest of it because I don't know what's what's in there. <laughs> yeah, not, like I was gonna drink it anyway. Like these people yeah. that say that to me, it's like real. Yeah, like I'm gonna go ahead and for the first time ever, just go ahead and drink some whiskey. And I'm going to make yeah. sure this time that I do it, this moment in my life where I decide, yeah, I'm going to drink for the first time. I'm going to choose to do this half bottle I found on my lawn. That'll right, be how right, I begin Exactly. My That's going to be my foray into the world of alcohol is uh, somebody's discards. Yeah. Somebody's Questionable discards. Lawn booze. I'm not, I'm yeah, not going to do sure. it. Anyway, uh, so what was the point there? Oh, I just think it's these same people. And they were really into it. And, you know, more power to them. And that might be the way to... That might be a way to take uh, a, a thing like that and 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 have maybe. some fun around it. Maybe maybe more than you would normally is what I'm saying. You know, like I think I think you'd have to. I mean, they're, they're probably on the right track, and maybe it just turns into a game of code names about five minutes in, and uh, yeah, you have that on the background for the people who aren't playing. <laughs> not careful. They can turn into a game of COVID names if they're not careful over yeah. there. Yeah, well, super spreader event. Don't know what they're doing, but. Anyway, I've got an email from Canada. Speaking of a much less mm. caustic political environment, although they have their own sure. issues, but uh, Jeff Sire, our good pal Bronco, wrote in. 
from Grafton, Ontario, Canada. Just right nestled in there between Toronto and Halifax. I, I have and no uh, Labrador. Labrador, Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says this. <laughs> Scott and Brian, just a note on the final song from Monday's show. The cover of the Spider-Man theme by Moxie Fruvris. Is it Fruvris or is it supposed to be Furious? There's just remember. one There's just one R in there. It's Fruvis. It's Fruvis, not Fruvius. Yeah. Okay. Not Fruvris or Fruvius <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> Or anything else that it isn't spelled like. Okay. <laughs> anything else. It's it's not anything else that it isn't. Okay, it's got just it. just Fruvis. <laughs> right. I like that. So as you guys might not be aware of this, but Moxie Fruvis was a Canadian band based in Toronto in the 90s. Uh, they are really notable because they uh, brought Gian Gomeshi into the public live, live eye. Do you know who Gian Gomeshi is? I didn't by name, but the next sentence was like, oh, that's that guy. Got it. So it says it resulted in him being hired as a radio show host for the show Q on our national broadcaster, the CBC. This is where you will remember him from his interview with Billy Bob Thornton, where he had the nerve to ask him a single <laughs> question about his acting career. Then a few years later, he was uh, fired for alleged sexual assault against several women one of whom played Lucy on the Trailer Park Boys. Uh, <laughs> it's like a weird. It's I'm just picturing. Uh, I know. I know this is the case. But Jeff Sire's wall from this description must have like a bunch of photographs connected by red yarn. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, this is Moxie Fruvis, and then red line of yarn connecting to Gian Gomeshi, connecting him to the CBC, connecting him to Billy Bob Thornton, connecting yeah. him. Yeah. The like, Lucy from the Trailer Park Boys. It's like bald Tilda Swinton explaining to Bruce Banner how <laughs> stuff works. Right. It's trippy. Exactly, yes. Um, P.S. He says, the this was the interview where Billy Bob referred to Canadian audiences as all mashed potatoes and no gravy. He then says, go F yourself, Billy Bob. To the best <laughs> of my knowledge, he has never been back to play music in Canada, and I'm happy to say he was booed on the red carpet at TIFF a few years ago. Uh, he says he can't remember. The, he says he can't find the link for this, and it says maybe it's just wishful thinking. But anyway, he says can't, Canadians are very nice people, but don't diss us. We are very passive aggressive and never forget. Luckily, the worst we usually do is boo. <laughs> it's kind of funny too, all to say mashed potatoes and no gravy because uh, Billy Bob, have you ever seen poutine? Yeah, <laughs> you ever seen two? It's all gravy. Yeah, no, he only likes his fresh cut taters. Those guys are all French fries and no gravy. We like French fried taters. We cut it with a Kaiser roll, or no, with a Kaiser. Yeah. I know what, what does he say? I don't know the quote. Some, some folks call a Kaiser blade. I call it a sling blade. Oh, sling mm-hmm. blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good. You know who does that way. voice really well? Brian Dunaway. Yeah. Are we done talking about? Are we done talking about Billy Bob? No, I, that's a good. That transition. interview is hilarious. If you haven't seen, I know you've seen it. We've talked about it. it before on the show, but yeah. if you haven't time. seen that interview with Billy Bob Thornton on the CBC, it's just. It's been a while, and I don't necessarily want to hear it again, but it is worth hearing for the first time. So, yeah, y'all got a minute? Go listen to that. And now this. All right, hey, check it out. It's uh, Mr. Brian Dunaway, Esquire the Third. He calls in all the all the way from uh, South Carolina each and every Monday and Wednesday to play Babel Royale with us. Hello, Brian. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. What are you doing? Hey, How are you? How are you? Fine day. What are you doing? I'm doing time? just fine. I slept like a baby. Oh, yep. I great. saw that the uh, debate was about to happen, and I turned my TV off and went to bed <laughs> and said, you know what? Mm. 
I'm in no real danger here. It's time to go take a nap. Yep, take that. Yep, take a go. dirt nap. A little eight-hour nap. Yep, nothing wrong with that. Ooh, that sounds great right now. Big nap. Oh. <laughs> mm, I mean, nice we've been nap. on an eight-hour one because it would really F me up. Right. Would, I, some kind of... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I can usually do about six to seven is about really the maximum. My body yeah. says, time to get up, Brad. Yeah. Time yeah. to get up. Any more than that, and you're... You're dying. I guess I'm, I'm dying. I'm, if, if not, I'm lying and I'm Brian and I'm You're lying. taking a second nap. Yeah, there you oh, go. There you go. Yes. Nailed it. Uh, all right. We're going to play Battle Royale, but we can't do it without a listener calling in, which has already happened. And they're on the line right now being very patient. Hi. Who's this? Tanner. Hi. Oh, it's Tanner. Hey, Tanner. What's going on? Tanner? My I dude, love it. It's my, my dungeon master. I love it when he goes, it's Tanner. Hi. Like. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's just Tanner again. Oh, no. What are we going to do? No, we love it when Tanner calls in. Tanner Goodman, everybody, all the way from uh, Arizona, his own self. What's going on down there? How's life? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm working right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's hot. It's hey, really look, hot. Yeah. Knowing, knowing what you do for a living, uh, you're keep what you're doing is very important. I'm not going to say, but what he does is really important, and a whole bunch of people should be glad he's doing it right now, right this second, because exactly. he's... he's well, a- they don't call him good man for nothing. All right, anyway, hey, Tanner, it's good to have you here. Brian's going to explain the rules, even though you know what they are. The rest of the world might need to know and what you could win. Well, okay, Tanner, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job, Tanner, is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic today. You are playing for a copy of this war of mine on steam courtesy oh, of kyle that's a good one that sounds like a fun game well yeah. it's very depressing but it's very oh. good it's very okay good. yeah and to help you get over that depression a bag of coffee from kahawa coffee uh, i'm enjoying a cup of their single source ethiopian Ooh, very nice oh, so delicious so part digital part physical that's correct yes you get a, a mix of the the uh, the steam and the aroma. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. nice. I like that. We'll call it digifiz. No, digifiz a digital. 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 It's a digital Bitch, prize. Where are you going with it? It's a digital <laughs> prize. Fizzle dizzle. Fizzle dizzle. Or fizzle. Yeah. yeah, why not? All right. Well, that's fantastic. I'm dying to know our topic then. What are we doing? Your topic today comes to us from uh, Steve, a.k.a. Thorigan. Um, time, timeliness, I'm actually going to connect this to something that just got announced uh, a couple mm. days ago. All right. Zach Efron is going to be starring in Bloomhouse's Firestarter remake as Andy McGee, the dad. I'm of, a Firestarter. Uh, oh, wow. There you go. He's the dad? Uh, he's the uh, He's the dad. He's the dad of the uh, nine-year-old Charlene, Charlie uh, McGee. We don't know yet. Uh, they have not cast or announced who's playing Charlie yet. Drew but- Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, let's get her back. <laughs> the answer is Drew great. Barrymore. That'd be great. Have her play it as a 50-year-old or 45-year-old. Right. What's, what's interesting um, is uh, she, or, or sorry, that role. Okay, I think the reason that the original Firestarter, while not a great movie, Mm-hmm. Worked in part because she was a great little actress for her age. Yeah, yeah. Really, she was. Really she was splashing on the scene. She was amazing. It's like let's see yeah. more of this kid. She's very good. So now that we're all out of Fannings, they've all grown up. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Out of fannings. Yeah, that's we're, true. we're fresh out. out of Fannings. <laughs> so we're all we're fresh out of Fannings. We need we need some young young little kids who are great actors. And I'm trying to think like some of the kids that are in that Haunting of Hill House would be good, but they're all probably yeah. in the puberty. I have now. a I have a great recommendation. Okay. Uh, her name is Brooklyn 
nine nine. Shoot, oh. what's her last name? She was uh, she was in that uh, Florida project, um, the movie about the kids oh. who lived in the hotel next to Disneyland and were oh, just yes. little little terrors that ran around. Oh, Green Goblin movie he was in, right? Uh, is that the one I'm thinking of that had uh, uh, Willem Dafoe in it, or no? Uh, um, yes, yes, okay. that's right. I did have Willem Dafoe. I was thinking, Green Goblin movie. Are we still talking about Stephen King? <laughs> yeah, <I was> still- <laughs> Tanner, Tanner, I am. You, you know us. I, I'm not going to apologize for how we're behaving and yeah. not starting this contest. You yeah. know, Tanner knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Brooklyn what's up. Prince. That's her name. PC Rum seventy three has it. Okay. Brooklyn Prince. She would be a great uh, Charlie for right. uh, for Final oh, Star. You heard yeah. it here first. Brian actually tried out for Danny Torrance. He knows how child. Uh, I know to how to play a child actor in a Stephen King movie. That's right. <laughs> I know how to lose a role to someone else in a Stephen King movie. Yeah. I'm oh, but kidding. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> I'm picking. I love you. Hold on, Ibit. I don't know if you saw this because you've been off Twitter. Yeah. Uh, there's a. Yeah, I, I saw mean, Helen Reddy died. Yeah. I saw no, it. not that. Uh, that was sad. <laughs> um, but no, there's a, a thing going around about how uh, <laughs> what's his name? It made The Shining again. He was Kubrick. Kubrick. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Kubrick. When yeah. he was trying to narrow down who his Danny Torrance was going to be, we found out from some lost documents specifically what he was looking for from the oh, kid. Oh, nice. And so now, I don't remember what it was, but now if you go search that out, you can find yeah. out what thing Must you be didn't super have. nice. Yeah, what I didn't have. What they yeah. were right. looking for. What I didn't Must, have. Yeah. Must be super nice. <laughs> well, I might come back to Twitter tomorrow. That will be seven days. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's, you know, I figure, I figure it's going to be I gotta hey, just Ibbett. basically take it out of being a time suck. Yes, Brian Dunaway. Yeah. Tag me out. I'll I'll head out of Twitter and you come back on. Okay, okay all right. Sounds tag, good. Tag me out. There's yeah. only room for one Brian on Twitter at yep. any given time. Yep. You're the I one need now. a break. Big responsibility. Uh, all right. Awesome. I, uh, this good. is very okay, exciting. Anyway, so Zach Efron playing the dad in Firestarter. Yeah. Which ties in perfectly with Thorgan's uh, Babel Royale, which yeah. is uh, Stephen King books by length. Mm. Now, oh my gosh! Here. I'm going to tell you the Firestarter is 34th on the list with 426 pages, 426 burnable pages. Okay, Firestarter. okay. <laughs> that's not nice. Yeah. I want you to know because it's Firestarter. Come on, yeah, right. I want you guys to name the 33 books Stephen King 30, books that are longer. <laughs> 33 than Firestarter. Okay. 33, oh, 33 longer than Firestarter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's doing that voice, but I like it. All right. Dice Tomato says, ugh, King. You're not a Stephen King fan, are you, Dice Tomato? I'm shocked. Oh, Col- color yeah, I shocked. know, because usually you like everything. Yeah, Dice normally, normally everything. Yeah, Dice here, Tomato, you know. I love that guy. Yeah. He's the, <laughs> it's it's no, hard to find a thing him. that Dice Tomato doesn't like, it's isn't almost, it? It's almost impossible. <laughs> I mean, honestly, can you even think of a thing he doesn't like? <laughs> Finally, we found a thing he doesn't like. Finally uh, found right. a thing. All right, so, uh, Tanner, that's their topic. Who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win? Well, uh, Scott is a big fan of Stephen King, like myself, so I think he's going to win, mm. and I will have uh, Brian Dunaway go first. All right. Oh, yeah. Not that you're oh, not a fan. Oh, yeah. We know that you're also a fan, Dunaway. We, but... That's right, Tanner. You're about to go down. You're about to learn something about Brian. Brian's a big Stephen King fan. He counts, <laughs> he counts pages in the books. All yeah. right. First day up is going to be it. <laughs> it. <laughs> great, uh, great way to start. Number two on the list came out in 1986 and has 1,138 clown-filled pages. Yeah, and which is good because I'm reading on the Kindle this time, 
and it just tells me percentage. And I've been like on 14% for about three days now. And I'm like, yeah, oh, my that God. <laughs> oh, I did, that's right. You're rereading that. I, forget, I'm, I was going to ask cool. you how that was going. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was number one. So that surprises me. Uh, well, let's go with the stand. That's a fatty. Well, that, that is a fatty. Be, That's your number one. Oh, is that number one? one? Yeah. Yep. No. I've read that Came book five times. Came out 1990, 1,152 pages. Ooh. Just, just uh, 14 pages longer than it. Uh, and uh, takes place some of which uh, in, in Boulder, Colorado, I believe. Yes, it does. A huge part of it. Boulder is basically, Boulder is, is if you think of heaven and hell, Boulder is yeah. heaven and Vegas is hell. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I love Ooh, that book. I gotta, that, that, mm. that fits. Five times, five times through that book. If that all access series is good, I will be one wow. happy camper, dude. I'll be so excited. I'd love that that book. You know, I just thought about something. I was thinking about reading the stand, and now I'm looking at 1,152 no. pages and saying, "Now nah, wait for the miniseries." Oh, it's no. so good though. How many? How many pages was it again? 1,152. Yeah. And how many was it? 1,138. Oh wow! Yeah, it's close. That's close. Close. Yep. close, yeah. It's almost it's like it's almost uh, three fire starters. <laughs> it's almost three fire starters. <laughs> it's like two and a half fire starters. All right. All right. There's there's one I have up in my uh in my closet and it is scary big and I I just can't bring myself to read it just yet. So I've only read like the first chapter. It's called Under the Dome and mm. that thing either oh, either yeah. it's in large print and I'm remembering incorrectly. All I know is it's a really thick book. Yeah, really thick book. That's Gotta be bigger book. than Firestarter. Also an awesome book. Terrible TV show, but great book. Terrible oh, TV yeah, yeah. show. Yeah. Gosh. Worse uh, than Langoliers? Oop. Uh, <laughs> uh, 2009's Under the Dome is number three on the list with 1,074 oh, pages. Oh, wow. And, uh, yes. How you feeling now, Tanner? <laughs> <laughs> it's spawn, it spawn a, a, a horrible miniseries. By the way, the uh, the stand that I referenced as the longest one is the version that came out in 1990. Of course, the original came out in 1978, had 823 pages, making it both oh. first and sixth on this list. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, Because yeah. uh, really? you got the uncut yeah. edition or whatever it is. The, That's the original, yeah, yeah or at the director's cut of so the, one uh, the stand. the one I read most recently. It's, it's not that different. It's it, There's some changes, but it's not that different. Yeah. Um. I'd still recommend the newer one, though. All right. Oh, I did it. I did have a question. I guess I should wait until you get back to me. Okay. Yeah, take your yeah, turn, you, you bastard. Exactly. Don't do anything that might give Scott an answer. Uh, oh, and before we get emails, yes, Under the Dome was a series series, not a miniseries, right? It was like a two-season. It, it, it got canceled. It That's was like true. A, yeah, it... it uh, it just was I short. Think, I feel like it was originally planned to be a miniseries, and then when it took off, they said, "Let's turn this into a series series," and oh, that and basically yeah. stretch things out and got horrible. That yeah. could that totally could be. It, that's where because it was started strong, and then they blew it. Mm. Yeah, it had Hank from Breaking Bad in it, which was it slowed good. down like about halfway through the first season. The yeah. pacing slowed slowed to a crawl, and that's when I think they said. Let's make it an actual series yeah. as opposed to a miniseries. It's a cool book, though. It feels like a book. Maybe not. Seth, Seth Brower actually says he worked on the VFX for it. Oh, no way. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys, are you the one that cut the cow in half? Because that was awesome. There was a cow that got cut in uh, half. Oh, yeah. The cut, cut, cut in half by the dome. Yeah. AV Tech John says it was supposed to be one season, then they got greedy and ruined it. So there you go. Oh, is that what happened? Shouldn't have gotten greedy because yep. it was a fantastic concept. All right. Um, greedy. Let's what do you do... use for Foley work for cutting a cow in half? Is it a watermelon? I think it's just, it, uh, you just go shunk. Moo. 
<laughs> and then you're done. Um, all right, all let's right. go with. Uh, uh, I mean, I have all the Dark Tower movie or books. I assume we're not. We can't count the Dark Tower as one giant tome, so I'll split them up here and say that. Uh, I think the longest of the series was seven, so Dark Tower book seven is the biggest. Which was called the, the, the Dark oh, Tower good. is what it was called. It was called Dark Tower, yes. Yeah. 2004, The Dark Tower 7, The Dark Tower, 845 pages, uh, about uh, two fire starters. Oh, about that. two fire starters. Oh, I love that. That's your measurement. That's great. You should measure everything that way. All books now. Just measure all books, not just Stephen King books, but all books should be measured by... Uh, nice. <laughs> love that concept. Fire starter. That's good. All right, Dunaway. Now, that's a, that's a novel series, and I'm trying to remember if you told me, and, and excuse me if you said, but got in that whole Firestar discussion, did you include uh, collections? So, like, um, is it only novels, or is it also collections? Oh, like his short story collections? Yeah, because those um, I have a couple of those that are pretty thick as well. I'm looking through the list, and by my knowledge... Like, I don't see, um, uh, what was it, Changing Seasons? What was the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see that in here. And I, I want to say that that's one of the longer ones, uh, one of the longer story collections he had. So I don't think that this includes, the the, the list yeah. that so, uh, Thorigan provided did not say one or the other, I don't believe. Right. I think it was like Different here. Seasons, wasn't it? I don't think it was called, unless it was another one called, it was Different Seasons, and then there was uh like I can mention them because you don't see them, right? I, yeah, the only one I remember is like different, Skeleton um, Crew or something, or um, it's another right, one Skeleton Crew. That was that was a good one too. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say okay. I, I'm gonna right, say that's that all I don't I need see. Know. All right, yeah. that's um, all I need to know. Okay, good. So I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'm gonna go with <laughs> bag of bones. Number 21 on the list, 529 pages, came out in 1998. All right. Let's go how, with how uh, 529 I must have pages. The, I must have the large print of some of these books. Yeah, you've got, the, you've got the, the one that includes uh, coloring book pages and... Yeah. Um, Double-spaced, right. double-spaced, big fat fonts. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> Pop-up books. It's like, oh, there's Cujo. A whole dog just popped up. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Let's go with, uh, we'll stay in Dark Tower because I know these are big because I have them. Uh, let's do Dark Tower 4, Wizard and Glass. Nice. I'm yep, glad Dark you Tower did those. Dark Tower 4, Wizard and Glass, 1997, 787 pages. Oh, that I've never read any of those. Those are it? the ones I've stayed away from. Oh, you should not stay away from Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> They're my favorite <laughs> but I can, series. But I can barely do the other. I have two I favorite. I told the story about the, uh, the, the drive to Vegas with... Uh, with our friends Vicky and Jason, and and how I never want to listen to the listen to or read anything Dark Tower. I'm not even sure I'm ever going to see the the movie that just came out a couple of years ago. It's because yeah. they jammed turned me you off in. From anything screwed, Dark Tower. I started watching that, and I don't know what happened, but I didn't finish watching it. That's because it's sad. not a good movie. Don't watch the movie. The movie's bad. The, the, they're going <laughs> to do a series one day, and it'll be right and done right because it it needs to be a series. This is like trying to make Game of Thrones. In its entire run, the whole all of those books, it's like trying to jam it into a single film. It's a mistake. I don't know why they ever did that. It was so stupid. So don't watch the movie because it's absolute garbage. Read the books because it's the best, one of the best series of books ever written. All right, go ahead. 
turn. Oh, it's oh, my turn it, again. Is it my turn? Your turn I, again. Oh yeah. You're nope. You, you, oh, you, did, my uh, turn? you did. Uh, Scott did Dark Tower because we were talking about Dark Tower. Back to Brain. <laughs> right. I remember thinking that Dreamcatcher was never going to end, but the movie. We were talking about movies, <laughs> and it seemed like it was pretty long. I'm going to say Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher, Dream 620 pages, came out in 2001, number 15 on the list. Okay, it's right. one I haven't read. How um, many do we have? Because I'm like taking uh, my time. Are, I probably need to go through these quicker. There are 33 total. Okay, I'm going. You know, no one expected that. You guys are going to get through all 33 of those. Come on, I mean, I'm going to get faster. We have yeah. high hopes, but these are the. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. As as famously said in the Dark Tower books, there are more worlds than these. There are also more books than these. So I'm going to say, uh, let's go with number five, which was, I believe, Wolves of the Kala. Wolves of the Kala, Dark Tower five, 2003, uh, number nine on the list, 714 pages on that one. Okay. Feeling good. I good. saw this morning in my closet while I was getting ready. I had a couple of books. Um, I saw End of Watch in there. And that seemed to be pretty big. At least bigger than the Firestarter. I can see I can I can see Firestarter when I was in high school mm-hmm. and I remember having the book and Drew Barrymore being on the front of it. And I'm kinda like going by thickness. And it seems like End of Watch was a pretty long read. As well as a long audiobook. Oh my god, I didn't think that was ever going to end either. Was like 13 hours. <laughs> uh, end of Watch, number 25 on the list. To, uh, 2016, 496 pages. Did you read that series, Scott? No, I have not read that one. Uh, yeah. I sh- should I? I don't know. I like it. I like the series. All right. I probably would. Uh, let's go with... Uh, uh, it's in... <laughs> Well, it's funny because it's connected to the Dark House Universe or Dark House, Dark Tower Universe. Uh, I really like the book Insomnia, and I remember that being. Pretty oh, long. that was a long one too. Oh my yeah. god, that I I can't go back and read that one again. I, I literally got Insomnia book. reading that book. That book is so good. I kid you though. not. It's so good. Uh, it's seven hundred eighty-seven really pages right. of Insomnia. Oh uh, god, you can, and you can finish reading it if you have Insomnia. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yes. It's feels like cool. it shouldn't be part of Dark Tower. feels like it should be part of Dreamcatcher. Is it part of? <laughs> well, it's connected. It's not part of. It's connected. So it's a separate it's thing. Just, but in the end, there's some share. Just like the stand and Dark Tower have connections. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, he's got his Kingiverse thing where a bunch of stuff connects like that. And Yeah, that's the only one that really ever just... I didn't want to go back and read. Really? Literally. I would read that one again. Yeah. I'd love that. It, just, it's, it literally scares me. I it mean, is scary. For some reason, reading about insomnia makes me get paranoid or something that I'm, is i'm getting insomnia and i can't go to sleep and it's ooh, it's too close to home too close well, to home anyway i think that's why i wrote it it's like right i'm going with mr thing. mercedes which was the uh first of the uh these three book series end of watch being the last and then gotcha. mr. mercedes being the first mr mercedes number mr. 29 mercedes. on the list came out in 2014 436 pages uh, so ten pages longer than Fire. Oh my God! Whoa! You <laughs> now you got me worried about that series. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, boy, this is a shot in the dark because I actually haven't read it, so I don't know. But um, I assume Doctor Sleep is pretty. Oh, that gummit! That was the last one I had. Is, do- <laughs> is Doctor Sleep long? Probably. It's, pre- it's pretty Sleep long. Is uh, five hundred thirty-one pages? Yeah, so it's longer. Twenty thirteen, number twenty on the list. Should I read that first and then see the movie or the other way? I mean, what uh, either way, you would be surprised. Actually, 
there's such an interesting story behind that. Don't want to take up too much time, but yes, um, the movie is a blend of nodding back to The Shining, but it also addresses the book. The book's mm. Shining is uh, is is not related to as, the movie. as much to the movie. Yeah, the I've original the Shining movie. I've read the book, The Shining, the book. So yeah, uh, yeah. I I think maybe I'll. I don't know what I want to do. I have the extended. There's a really long extended version uh, that I purchased, and I got to go back and watch the extended version. I like the short version, but the long one looks really interesting. But it's a good balance between nodding to both the the original Shining book and the film. Mm. Um, oh, do, 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 do. I haven't read it, but Audra has been has got me to order this for her, and I don't know how long it is. But I'm kind of running out of books because I know a lot of these are a lot shorter than Firestarter. But Lizzie's story, I uh, just ordered that on Amazon. Is that a long book? <laughs> it is a long book. Uh, number 22 on the list, 2006's oh, nice. Lizzie's story, uh, 528 pages. I read that. I just a little over 100 pages longer than Firestarter. There's a lot I need to catch up on. All right. Um... It's about one and a quarter fire starters. Right. <laughs> uh, let's do. Uh, I just assume these have to be long. So let's say Dark Tower 3, The Wastelands. Got to be in there. 512 nice. pages. Yep. Putting it at number 24 on the list. Uh, 1991's Dark Tower 3, The Wastelands. All right. Just going to get all these knocked out. Which one's Dark Tower? He was saying just. Yeah, but that's the, the one that your ones. friend played in the car, by the way, because that's the one the Stephen <sighs> King narrated. It's terrible. I bet it is. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad... Well, two people narrated it. There were two versions of the audiobook made. King did mm-hmm. one, and then later the guy that did the rest of them did. But the, when King did it, oh my gosh, it just about ruined yeah. it. I read that's, it first. That's, so. that's what I need for insomnia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, ugh, it's bad. Oh, wait. Did we... We've talked about... <laughs> did we even say it? We just hopped all over The Shining. Did we actually even say The Shining? I don't know. Did we? Um, yeah, did we? I'm going. I'm going with The Shining. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't take talk about The Shining yet. 1977's The Shining, 447 oh. pages, putting a number Ooh. 27 on the list. All right. That. Uh, Pause. <clears throat> oh, I'm getting into <laughs> guest territory now. Welcome to my half. Right. I'll put the Dark Tower 20. I'll put one last Dark Tower in there. Because I don't think the first one was that long. It started as very short, but I'm pretty sure. What, what, what haven't I not mentioned though? Hold on, hold on. Wastelands. Wastelands. Wizard and Glass. What am I missing? Oh, Songs of Susanna. Song of Susanna, which is six. Book six. Right. Book six. Song of Susanna. A whopping four pages longer than Fire. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> Putting number 31 on the list. 2004 is the Dark Tower 6 Song of Susanna. No, I don't like how close that was. That's uncomfortably close. Believe it or not, there are actually two books uh, shorter than than that that are still longer than Firestarter. (laughs) Really? Really? In between. How many have we named so far? Uh, A lot. A lot. (laughs) We have named a lot. Um, Uh, I'm going to go with uh, roughly roughly 19, 18. Oh, yeah. I feel pretty good about that. You're doing all right. I, yeah. But I kind of wish I had took a couple of Dark Towers away from Scott. Could I have said, like, Dark Tower <laughs> 1, 2, or 3? Or would I have given the whole title? 
because I would have wanted the whole title on these. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that would have yeah. been that would have been pointless. Yeah. All right, um, but it's funny that the Dark Tower book seven is called the Dark Tower. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that one's it's kind of like Led Zeppelin's fourth album being called Led Zeppelin. Right, as you can tell, I'm starting to saw a little bit here, so I must be down to. Uh, or Led Zeppelin <sighs> four. We're down to your dregs, man. You got a little bit of tea yeah. down at the bottom some, of your cup. Pull some dregs. Yep. I, I know a lot of these books I read just because they were quick and easy. Was, uh, mm, oh, I know what. I'm sorry. I know. One. You know when? Nah, I just thought of it. Just because I can't think of. It wasn't really a long read, but it was somewhere in the 300 page range, but. Which would be shorter than what the Firestarter was. It certainly would be shorter, yes. Uh, so I don't want to say that one. No, I read through no, it a couple of don't. times. You don't want to say the one below. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going with... That's a short book, too. Um, Yeah. You know, that whole... It takes too long to come up with an answer. I never enforce needful, it. Needful, I know. Uh, <laughs> needful... Need, need, needful... Um, uh, uh, mis, uh, uh, the... Um, the uh, um, oh, I failed. Really? You I'm don't know that one? Say, really? Needful I'm something? Just gonna, Need- no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, I can't... I can't think of any more long ones off the top of my head. Everything that's coming to my head is stuff like... <laughs> Of short books like The Green Mile. You're, so you're either going with you're, the Green Mile. Going with the Green Mile. Going with the Green Mile. I, okay, I, I remember it being a very thin book, though. But maybe it just had small print. Maybe that was just, mm. you know, now a ma- major motion picture. Sure. How the d- Green Mile. Four hundred pages. Oh. Yeah. Didn't happen. Can I tell you the last one I could think of off the top of my yep, head? Yeah, absolutely. And he would have been right with Needful Things, by the way. He should have said it. Uh, oh, was it? How do, you, how do you know, Scott? Because that has to be a fatty. I just forgot about it until he said it. So <laughs> it's got to be a fatty, right? Isn't it? Or am I wrong? It is a fatty. It is. It's. Uh, it is. Uh, I never six hundred and ninety pages. Oh, yeah. really? Well, that's a big yeah, I've never, I've never read that one. That's one of the ones that I've been wanting to read. Saying that, yeah. yeah you just went, you started going needful, oh, and I went, oh, then I guess I know too. Hmm. Uh, I was just trying to think of different. Is, uh, right, so was, what's King your? You, you had one extra. Scott? Yeah, mine was that eleven twenty two sixty three. The oh, I've, never, I I've never even seen the book for that. I've seen the series. I haven't even seen the book. The is book, anymore. book is what I read way before the series. It is fantastic. That book. Love and it's long, 849 pages. The fourth one on the list actually is 112263. Oh, that's longer than I thought. It's also uh, directly connected to Dairy, uh, or uh, sorry, to It, to the whole It scene. So there's right. there's connective tissue. I love when they do that. He does this crossover stuff. So the, in that book, there's a lot the of books that do that, right? They With don't the do it in the, the movie so much or in the TV show, but in this book, he spends right. a bunch of time in Dairy. Uh, right. Maine, I guess Dairy, Maine, Maine. right? Mm-hmm. And Dairy, Maine is where it and the clown and all that stuff is, right? And that whole time in Dairy is where's just the awesome. giant space turtle, Scott? Well, where's that at? <laughs> is that in Maine? There are more men, uh, there are more worlds than these. And here's here's all the other ones you could have said: uh, Desperation, Sleeping Beauties, The Talisman, Never. Black no. House, Duma no. Key, The Outsider, no. that uh, oh. show we just really enjoyed oh. on uh, HBO. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, the Institute, the Tommyknockers. Oh, Christine. the Tommyknockers, really? Christine, yes. really? Christine? Christine longer than uh, Firestarter. The Regulators, Salem's Lot, Finders Keepers, oh. The Dark Half, and The Dead Fire Zone, Keepers. which is two pages longer than Firestarter. The Dead Zone is two pages longer. 
Dead, Dead Zone is two oh, pages longer. That's so tiny of a difference. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, right. the first two. Well, dark, Tanner Goodman, it looks like you did pick the right. That. Yeah, he picked the right stuff. Yeah. He truly did. Um, right. Back the right horse. Here's this, Tanner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. How do you feel about your choices today that you've made? Uh, I feel great. And Brian, I apologize for doubting your Stephen King proudness. <laughs> It's impressive, he right? He did all right. Yeah, he did okay. He did all right. Did all right. Yeah, I, that's pretty much what I read. I mean, read, read a lot of Stephen King. Re- I don't always me. count the number of pages, though. That's no, no, no. I nobody mean. does. I mean, you can't with him because they're all big, honestly. But right. uh, uh, when, or sorry, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, can you tell me where cell is? The cell is on that list because no. I love that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You threw your thing down. That's all right. That's all right. The cell is. Because it must not be in where I, I almost said it. It is not even in the top 61 books. Dang. Nice. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It is. It's sorry. It totally is. Uh, number 43, 2006 cell, uh, 351 pages. I like One of my favorite books is misery, but it is definitely not over 400. It's like three this, something. This I think has all of his non, um, collections, non, uh, collections in it. So cycle of the werewolf, probably the shortest one at 127 pages. Hmm. He I probably wrote that one on the toilet. <laughs> Gerald's game is that it's, that's got to be on there. Oh, yeah, Gerald's game um, is uh, pretty high actually. Forty-two, three hundred fifty-two pages. Just watch that on Pet Cemetery. Uh, Netflix is really good. Um, Rose Matter. Those are all pretty short. Cujo, Misery, Thinner, Cujo, Misery, um, Thinner. Of course, is Thinner. Dolores yeah. Claiborne, Blaze, Joyland, Roadwork. Code Cujo is such an amazing book and such a not amazing movie. Yeah. I mean, the movie's okay, but it's nothing like the book. That book's amazing. I can't believe that Tommyknockers is way up there. I thought that was a short book. Matter of fact, I thought that was just part of one of the collections, but I guess I was wrong. Well, I mean, you knock your Tommies, you do it that way. <laughs> Tanner, you just send an email to uh, Brian over here, coverville at gmail.com, yeah. and he will send you your prizes, both physical and digital. And congratulations, man. Well done. We're proud of you. Yay. Thank you. Yeah, you Thank pick, you. you Hope you guys uh, all do good. And Brian, I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. You will. Let's see, hopefully we can get out of the fire giant's uh, oh, lair. Nobody wants to be in there. I can tell you that. Nobody. It smells bad. It's Real a bad. fire giant. Fire giant. Uh, all right. Well, well done, Dunaway. You did it. Uh, we did the Boof Show on Monday. People should check that show out. We had a great time. Talked about some great video mm-hmm. games. And this weekend... We'll be doing Film Sack, where we'll be the watching... Evil Dead Sacktober. Yep, we're, we're starting Sacktober with Evil Dead 1, the first one. Nin- yeah, 1982. Hey, did you guys see Fandango has it on the sale in case you want a little higher quality than the one we're going to watch. They have the 4K version for like thirteen dollars they have an hd version for like five bucks just me all right fine yeah, yeah if you would have said if you would have said 99 cents i would have snatched it up but uh yeah, i feel like getting... this is gonna be a one and done thing i feel yeah. like i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna what? be like all right i watched it I don't you were need getting to see me that. all excited you're like oh is it gonna be a buck like i'm exactly <laughs> like brian oh come on yeah. guys and you're like it's only 13 oh, okay <laughs> like i might have even considered 2.99 and that's about that i mean about look, upper level right how there. about five dollars for the 1080 i mean come on that's pretty good a 4k dollars. i mean yeah. here's the problem oh. and if it's right how often am i going to watch the first evil dead not that often i've that's what i kept saying and it's one of those things like i'm never going to see that again and then i'm watching it again and well, again and again well you're weird and then the rest of us are normal <laughs> and again. So, uh <clears throat> anyway that's the evil dead it's streaming on netflix uh currently so that's how we're going to watch it this week and uh that'll be this weekend 
on FilmSack. Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic day. Oh, no, you. Bye. <laughs> oh, no, you, he says. Oh, no, you. All right, we have time for one of these. It's time for the news brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, we're going to be covering <laughs> uh, Phil Oakey. Uh, Philip Oakey was the lead singer of the band The Human League, but also went uh, did some solo stuff, most notably with uh, Giorgio Moroder for a movie called Electric Dreams. He did the title track with uh, Giorgio called Together in Electric Dreams. That's another movie that I totally want to see for... Uh, um, for film sack with uh, oh, what's her face great. from Sideways? Uh, uh, Janice uh, Pubis. No, blonde Marcus. woman from Sideways. Uh, uh, dang it, I'm, I'll remember it later. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Paul yeah, Giamatti. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Virginia Madsen. Thank oh. you, Dealey Mike. I should have said. I should have said Candyman. You would have had it if yeah. I would have said Candyman. <laughs> Um, so that'll be the first half of the show. The second half of the show, I have an interview with a singer-songwriter from Texas, a guy named Thomas Shorba, uh, who is uh, just releasing his first full-length album, and it's got a great cover on there of Plastic Jesus, and it is great. Uh, so you'll hear my interview with him, as well as some covers of of uh, The Human League. Don't you want to be listening to Coverville, baby? Don't you Today, want me? Time. I never put up data. I don't know how it goes. There's words. That's exactly how it goes. I mean, I feel like I feel like I was listening to the real thing. Yeah, that's a big deal of our young lives. That <laughs> totally song was. that was on the radio a lot. I'm only human, mm-hmm. flesh and blood. I'm made I'm only human. That's a, a terrible song. It anyway, is a terrible song. But I'm sure you have a better cover of it. Which is I exciting. do have a better. Co- I have a cover that sounds like it was done by a. Um, a guy who's a big fan of Steely Dan. Like oh, he wow. Steely Dan's it up, which is really funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I have a, I have a music request for anybody out there that may know this, but I'm trying to find, um, tr- uh, like you know, Super Friends uh, theme, mm. Brave Star <laughs> theme, <laughs> He-Man theme, like all these themes from cartoons that were like bad in the '70s and '80s. Yeah. I want to find funny somebody funny. who does really good cover takes on that stuff. Oh, and I don't yeah. know who to use. Like, if they can be like EDM, it can be like singing, it could be, I don't, I don't, even, don't even care. I just want. You know, what we need to do is, uh, it's been a while since I've done an album with Andrew Allen. And maybe oh, that's. Oh, uh, that's a nice idea. A direction, a direction that needs to happen. Oh, what can like we do for album 70s covers? and 80s. Uh, I got uh, album covers ideas already in my head. I'm sure you do. Yeah. It would just right. basically be like like uh first person view footy pajamas bowl of cereal and a uh and a tv with uh the title of the album on it i think that's a a great idea if you guys end up doing another one that's totally that is a brilliant idea you should do that yeah um all right check this out police raid in vietnam in the news you might think, wow, oh, I didn't no. realize that Stuart Copeland and uh, Sting and everybody had gotten, Andy Summers had gotten back together for this. This well, is cool. I know. All three of them together at last. They put away their differences and raided Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Vietnam. They finally said, Vietnam. hey, Sting, stop with your uh, mantra. Set, uh, tantric, that's it. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. I was like, mantra? What is it? Tantric? Oh, yeah, tantric. That's it. Anyway, quit with your tantric sex uh, hot yoga and get over here. And he said, <laughs> that's right. okay. Call me Gordon. Uh, anyway, the police, not the band, the uh, the law enforcement uh, people, have raided Vietnam. There was a raid in Vietnam. They haven't raided Vietnam. 
Uh, they found more than 300,000. So that's 300 and three more zeros. That's a lot. 300,000 used condoms being packed for resale. So they're used. They're going to pack them up and have them used again. Oh, my God. Yeah, huh. that's foul. And they put a stop to this, huh? Is yeah, that what you're they, saying? That's, that's the whole idea. So police in Vietnam said they found over 320. Well, is it 300 or 320 article? Just make up your mind here. 20,000 is a lot of extra <laughs> things. Anyway. Well, they said more than 300,000. Oh, I guess And it was did, about yeah. 320. I think could have put 320 in the. Yeah, they could have. It's it's not like uh, like that would have been less uh, less sensational than having three hundred thousand. Yeah, the poopy heads. <laughs> anyway, these are recycled used condoms that were being rep- uh, repackaged as new. Uh, market ex- inspectors in the Bing Dong province raided a factory near Ho Chi Minh City. I know how to say that because that's where all the movies are. Ho Chi mm-hmm. Minh. Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. Uh, where they discovered used condoms being repackaged to be sold at the market. An inspector said the factory's 34-year-old owner, a woman, confessed to purchasing the condoms from someone else. The state-owned Tao Tire newspaper uh, reported. Video taken by Vietnam State Broadcaster VTV. I assume that stands for Vietnam Television. (laughs) Yeah, well, sure. Uh, And obtained by the Reuters news agency shows sacks filled with condoms. And also shows tools apparently used to wash and reshape the condoms in the factory. Oh God! Oh yeah. Well, at least they know they work, right? Is well, that the you know they're so. they're they're sure. tested? They're think, previously think, tested. Yeah, I was going to say usually you just blow them up, but these guys have a better testing method, I guess. <laughs> uh, says it's unclear how many used condoms were already resold. Uh, health officials quoted by the paper said the condoms were ex- an extreme health risk to users. Do not use them. So there you go. Ugh. Boy, I'm Ugh. glad we made time for that story. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys can blame Coverville. It was all sponsored by Coverville today. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, no. I put my name at the beginning of that whole segment. What Damn have it. you done? All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom will be here. We'll do a little tech time with Tom. Uh, Thomas, Thomas S. Merritt, discuss the things of technology in the day. We'll also talk to Nicole, do a little recommendal fun. Uh, I got a good one. Well, Ooh. It's an obvious one for me, but it's still, I, I'm so excited I can barely cool. stand it. I think you probably know mine. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I do. About it. I think I do. Uh, yes. So there you go. There's all that coming up, but we can't go there until we go here, which is a musical uh, break. So, Brian, what do we got? Yeah. So, we're going to Nashville, Tennessee for uh, a band called The Brummies. They've got a brand new album coming out called Automatic World. <clears throat> it's going to be released November 13th via Sandbox Entertainment. Uh, make sure to go pre order your copy here. Fever Dream, uh, as far as the title of the album feels appropriate because the lush dreamy keyboards that you're going to hear on this thing the uh, the sweeping vocals it's uh uh this is this is i'm totally digging this thing um here is the song entitled fever dream it's by the brummies it's the title track from their brand new uh, album called automatic world here it is we'll see you in a sec
talk to you today about Magic Spoon. I can't believe how much I like Magic Spoon. I have to, okay, real talk here. I was skeptical because growing up as a kid, cereal was like the best thing, right? Sugar cereal. Hey mom, I want, you know, whatever sugar cereal you got. But now as an adult, can't really eat that stuff anymore. Can't do the carbs, can't do the sugar. Can't do the unhealthy parts of things, you know? You're trying to trying to live better. So I opened up a box of this amazing Magic Spoon cereal. And I can't believe how good it is. And yet, it's the healthiest thing. So I really, really like it. Um, zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only 3 net car- uh, grams of carbs in each serving. All right? Zero, 12, and 3. An amazingly set of low numbers. There are four great flavors. Cocoa. Fruity, frosted, and blueberry. I've tried all of them. They're all really good. I think if I had to pick a favorite, though, I'm probably going with fruity and blueberry. Again, it brings out the kid in me, I guess. They taste amazing. Honestly, a little too good to be true. It's just shocking. I I was so skeptical going in. I know I keep pounding on this, but it's true. It's also keto-friendly. So if that's the kind of lifestyle you're living, you're going to love this. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And uh, man, I just love it. Absolutely love it. Um, the 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 big the big kicker for me or the big takeaway is you can eat and feel like you were when you were a kid, and none of this stuff mattered. Didn't matter how full of sugar this stuff was. But as an adult and as a kid now, if you got kids, they're gonna love this stuff. Uh, go ahead and get it. Side note: some of the coolest art I've ever seen on a cereal box. 
I'm completely sold, and I am not saying that because they're sponsoring. I'm saying it because I mean it. Here's what I want you to do. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS, grab a variety pack and try it today, and be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS, and use that code TMS for free shipping. And we thank them again for sponsoring the show. I find it interesting that for the most part, one side wants you to comply with police and challenge wearing masks, and the other side wants you to challenge police and comply with wearing masks. And it's almost like you two are being played against each other. gonna pop some tags only got twenty dollars in my pocket i i i'm hunting looking for a come up this is the morning stream all right we're back everybody welcome back to the program <clears throat> brian yeah. once again once those, again who are those people oh, good Oh yeah, I was literally saying once again, and then you—that's hilarious. The yeah, the Brummies <laughs> is the artist. The brand new album is called Automatic World. Comes out mid mid November, but that is the uh, first single from it called Fever Dream. These guys are always always awesome. Very, very cool. All right, uh, incoming. We have one Tom Merritt. Here's his theme. These are their stories. That's the wrong one. With the there computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. I really need to move that because it's right close to juries and it's throwing me off every time. Hey, look who it is, everybody. It's Tom Merritt, oh, East Detect. What's up? What's up? How are you? How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm sad. I'm sad. Mac Davis died. Oh, and so did oh, Helen Reddy. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they used to do stuff together, too? Like they were... I, uh, too- um, in my imagination, they yeah. did because they were both on all those '70s variety shows. I don't know if they actually did though. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was woman. He, baby, baby, don't get hooked on him. Yeah, and he—he <laughs> he was one. Yeah, she's a hell of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He was yeah. actually a pretty prolific writer for other people too. In the uh, ghetto, right? In the ghetto, and yeah. um, one other one was a little less conversation. There was another, yeah, a little less conversation too. Yeah, was Mac Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your awesome. favorite. Your favorite Elvis Presley song, uh, Scott, was written by Mac Davis. I love that song actually. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. uh, like a really Vegasy versions are my favorite. Those are very, good. very Vegasy. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Tom, it's always good to have you here on Wednesdays. We talk about technology news, and it's all in preparation for the Daily Tech News Show later. But also a chance for us early in the morning to kind of get our fix on hmm. what's happening in the tech world. What's going on? Yeah, later today, uh, Google's going to announce the Pixel 5 and the Chromecast with Google TV and probably some new Google Home Nest devices, Nest Home devices, all that that kind of stuff. Uh, most of that stuff's leaked out, to be honest, but uh, we won't really know in, until they announce it uh, in a few hours. So as we speak, the big top news is that Facebook finally launched its cross-platform messaging. They've been threatening to do this for a long time. They eventually want to add WhatsApp. Uh, into the mix. But for now, it's just Instagram and Messenger. So if you're on Instagram, you'll be able to send messages to your Facebook friends. And if you're on Messenger, you'll be able to send messages to your Instagram friends. Uh, Interestingly, probably in the name of some kind of security privacy concern, it's not a unified inbox. Yeah. So 
you won't see messages to your messenger account on Instagram. If that makes sense, right? And if you're in Messenger, you won't see your Instagram messages. This is a little. This is a little like. Uh, it, it, this is like if PlayStation people could talk to Xbox people. Like in some ways, there's a lot of shared right. game experiences, right. but you, but you're not really in a. I mean, cohesive except for space. Facebook owning both in in this case. Well, right. yeah, that, that is point. it because they they have been even though they're owned by Facebook, they've been separate systems up to now. Do, is there a general? Okay, so this may be a dumb question because maybe it's obvious, but it seems like there Facebook, are no dumb questions, Scott. Well, only really really good <laughs> answers. That's all we get out of this. So it seems to me that Facebook is on a tear right now. Probably not the right word, but to get things unified and get the Facebook name on more stuff. The the yep. Oculus thing jumps out at me as the as the big one for me recently. And now yep. this requiring seems like that the Facebook too. account on Oculus going forward, definitely. Right. Yep. So instead of letting these companies kind of run autonomously under their own names and just sort of keep a small little power by Facebook somewhere on the page, they seem to be wanting to not do that. And it's easy to knee jerk and go, well, that's a terrible idea, but maybe they've maybe there's value in this for them. And I'm trying to find out what it is or why yeah, there's a few theories on why why they're doing that. Uh, one is to sort of dilute the negative association with Facebook is that place where the trolls manipulate you, right? Yeah. If you think of Facebook as, oh, they're also the people who do Instagram. I, you know, there's there's been this thread among some people that like, oh, I don't like Facebook and Twitter anymore. I use Instagram. And so Facebook's saying, hey, we do that too. We're, you know, we are the folks who, who run Instagram. I think they're, they're, they're trying to... Uh, dissociate the Facebook parent company from the Facebook platform, particularly. So you still have the old F logo on Facebook, the platform, but there's this new non-color, all caps, very boring Facebook that appears on Oculus products. It appears on Instagram. It appears on WhatsApp uh, to kind of create a corporate identity of sorts. Mm. And I, 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 some people have 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 put forward that maybe that's a way to try to resist being broken up. Uh, is to say like, look, no, it's all one company. It's not easily broken up. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense to me. It feels more just like a branding thing. Like they, they want people to know like, oh, Facebook means more than just the Facebook. Yeah. I wonder if, cause I know there are a lot of people in my own family and we're a pretty tech sa- savvy family, but my kids, uh, at least two of them didn't know Facebook owned Instagram. They had no idea. Yeah. And they yeah, haven't yeah. known forever until I think maybe a week ago we had the conversation. It's like, you guys know, I said something like, they're like, I, ah, sat I hate them Facebook. down and had the conversation with yeah. them. I was like, yeah, are they, you think they were the right age for that? I mean, sometimes you got to really pick. Uh, yeah, I know. You got to be that. careful. One of them, the youngest one's 20 now. I don't know if that's old enough. It's to... time to have a talk about the birds and the bees and how Facebook owns both of them. But Nick was really? like, Nick is an adamant hater, like a vocal hater of all things Facebook. And I just said, mm-hmm. well, you know that Instagram you love so much and you're using all the time. That's Facebook owns that. They do not, Dad. And I'm like, just look right there under that little. Little yeah, well, and thing. that's you. You're exactly why they want to do that, right? Yeah. Is so that you can say, "Look right there." It says it. But it's going to annoy him though, because now he's going to go. Oh, I hate that they own this thing. I like. Like, like has uh, he stopped using it though? Well, no. So, so then it's 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 actually lowered his his level of anger. I guess the I guess the the service itself would have to start to really suck yeah. for him too because And same for WhatsApp which is ended encrypted and like all the things people don't think of when they think of Facebook, yeah, right? Yeah. That's just an interesting move. The 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 Oculus thing seemed to be the more rage inducing, but I think that's just you know, gamer culture tends to freak out about stuff. Sure. Like and 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 you are definitely taking the toxic Facebook persona into Oculus at that point. Oh, yeah. I looked at it and I was like 
well, it's not like Facebook doesn't have access to all this data. Mm-hmm. All they're saying is we're going to put it on these servers, not those servers. Right. Like to me, it was like it, it was all about branding. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not sure it's a smart move for Facebook to force you to have a Facebook account, but you could have a Facebook account for Oculus that was separate from your other Facebook account. And I'm like, so they just changed the name of the server. Yeah. They always had your data. That right. didn't change. None of that changed. You're exactly right. And it's just our reaction to it and our it's you're right. It's marketing. Well, it's it's branding on their end. And for us, it's it's we view it as bad PR, but. On honestly, like in and just if you just look at pure facts and take out all the emotion, yeah, they're just moving servers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and yeah, and yeah. and this is this is why they they want to have this this interoperability is to say like, hey, look, we're we're all tied together. Uh, you can message your Instagram friends from Messenger. You can message your your Messenger friends, <laughs> Messenger Messenger. Yeah, you just end up saying Messenger a million times, but you get what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, it's it's all one big pool. <clears throat> And while that might look like it's bad for antitrust, it does make it easier for them to point to the fact that they they are uh, trying to create interoperability uh, to make things easier for people, which makes it harder in practicality to argue against their system and harder to unwind it uh, if somebody really did want to break them up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm actually kind of curious to see how the messaging thing looks. Like, I, since there isn't a unified inbox of sorts... Uh, quote unquote. I, I want to know what that feels like, and if it's going to feel weird or broken, or like I'll send some. St- I'll try sending some stuff. It's a way I keep. Like my mom prefers Facebook Messenger to anything else, so that's kind of how her and I text each other if we're going to be texting each other. And yeah, and I know. I almost never use the messages thing in Instagram. I've had people message me on Instagram, and I had, I didn't get it for months because I, I didn't even look. Exactly uh, same for me. So I, I'm I'm curious. I, I think there are people that use it, like the people who are messaging me uh, more often, and and this will be a a boon to them. It's not required. They offer you, would you like to integrate Messenger into Instagram? And you can choose yes or no. So that was a good move. Always giving a user a choice is a good move. Mm-hmm. But they're tempting you by saying, if you do say yes, you're going to get the chat colors and the emoji reactions and co-watching videos and disappearing messages. Uh, and so I think they're probably going to do that with WhatsApp eventually too, to say like, you don't have to do this, but if you do, We'll give you all these cool features. It's like when we were grandfathered into the AT&T unlimited data plans. Remember those days? And and if you stayed grandfathered, yep. everybody the else got chains. tons of new features and stuff. But you were just, well, you got your unlimited data. <laughs> I'm going to hold there. on to my unlimited data. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have an unlimited data plan anyway. Oh, man, that whole thing, yeah. whatever. It's so yeah. weird. Uh, all right. Well, this is, uh, this is good stuff, as it always is. And uh, all ahead of today's Daily Tech News show, which will happen uh, with all the Google announcements. Today. With all the uh, Google announcements, that's right. Yeah. So, with that being said, we should mention the brand new Current Geek episode that's up today. Mm-hmm. Last week, we learned all about our friends in the world of reality television. What are we learning about this week, Scott? This week, we're learning about... I forgot which episode's up. Hold on. Fake television. <laughs> I should know this. I should know this. It's right here. I have it right in it front of me. It turns out that dramas are unscripted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shows are scripted. Okay, yeah. here it is. I found it. Uh, right here, we've got... Oh, before E was for everyone. This is a big deal. 
you guys. Oh, this is the Mortal Kombat this one. This is the is Mortal Kombat one. I don't see it up yet. It goes up. It goes up as soon as this show ends today. It's going right up. As soon as we're done here, you're going to hear it and you're going to love it because we go deep into the whole Mortal Kombat thing. The hearings that happened in 92. We talk about why, what, and when. A couple other games that maybe were part of that but didn't make as big a deal as Mortal Kombat in terms of violence and video games and everybody freaking out and uh, why that changed really, truly tra- changed the trajectory of video games, self-regulation, uh, threats of of other outside regulation, what games are today versus then. It's it's a cool episode. So y'all are going to want to check it out. That'll be at currentgeek.com or you can get it wherever you get Current Geek Chronicles. Anywhere you get your players. So that'll be up right after this show. Watch for it and let us know what you think. Very excited about that one. And I'll tell you what, we sweat over that one. That was a hard one. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was a difficult one. You're yeah. right. But Back I think I think we did a good job. I agree. Good, good job, team. Yeah, good job, team. Team fist bump all around, uh, except COVID cool. friendly with gloves on. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, virtual fist bumps. Yeah, there you go. I, I really enjoyed the reality one. I listened to that one last week and oh, really thanks, enjoyed man. it. As a reality fan, I thought you guys hit the nail on the head. Oh, so. that's good to hear because uh, you would be one I would ask because you love your reality shows. Or the ones you do like, you like a lot. I, l- I like the ones I like. Right. <laughs> about that. I think right. that's true of everybody, though. I, I, yeah. I think it's very rare for someone to be like, I like every single reality show. Just, it's not. It's like yeah. you don't go, I like every single drama right. on television. Right, exactly. right, exactly, yes. Yeah. So anyway, it's exciting stuff. Check it out. That's currentgeek.com. Tom Merritt, everybody, Ace Detect on Twitter. And later today, 2.30 Mountain Time, the Daily Tech News Show. I'll be on that one as well. Tom, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye see now. You, Tom. All right. There goes Tom. There goes my Tom Rowe. Watch <laughs> him as he goes. All right. Nicole Spag incoming. Go righty. Shortly. Okay. Shortly. Um, well, we're going to do recommendals today, which is a very fun time. Join us in welcoming Nicole Spagnolo to the show. Nicole, welcome back. How the heck are you? Not too bad. Oh, that's good. <laughs> really? Because that didn't sound believable. Yeah. You seem you seem like As uh, I tell my son, say it until you believe it. <laughs> there you go. I you see I see hands working in the background. Is that Mark yeah, at his desk? Mark's in the background. Oh, being loud. Furiously mousing around. That there. is beautiful. <laughs> Uh, gorgeous, well-made wooden desk, and you probably you're, you're trying IKEA, to fi- you were IKEA trying to figure out the wood, did. right? Yeah, well. <laughs> just cherry wood with a with a uh, an inlay of uh, oak, and then you on your uh, IKEA desk. <sighs> Look at his monitor <laughs> arms. I want monitor arms. Those are cool. Yeah. You yeah. see them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. Mark, they're they're uh, admiring your desk setup. Your firm monitor arms. Yeah, your firm mom- <laughs> monitor arms. <laughs> He's got buff arms. I think he has headphones in. I don't. He's not responding uh, yeah, to that's me. Right. That's fine. That's no, fine. no response is okay. Hey, uh, it's good to have you here. We do recommendals on Wednesdays. We talk about stuff that's streaming that we like. And oh, as yeah. uh, tradition dictates, Brian goes first. You have two this week, so let's don't uh, call me a dictates. One. You dictator. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you a dick potato. Uh, anyway, go I, ahead. I do have two, and uh, it's funny that they have a they they kind of have a similar a similar plot. I don't know. There, there's some similarities to them, and even in the name, um, this first the first one is uh, going to get recognized very quickly by people who know what it is, and not at all by people who don't. <laughs> oh, I have a feeling I know what this is. All right, here we go. I'm going to play the clip. Let's see if you guys can figure it out. So, see, so, 
Als Opfer, die arme, unschuldige Regina. Du bist so verlogen, dass ich kotzen könnte. Du hast deinem versoffenen, nichtsnutzigen Opa erzählt, ich hätte Katharina vergewaltigt. Das habt ihr geglaubt? Hannah hat dich gesehen damals. Auf der Wache. So all I know for sure is it's either German or Swiss. Got to be one of those. <laughs> it's German. I said it was I just, dubbed. Uh, it is dubbed. And oh. um, Brian uh, prefers it's no very dub. hard to find. Here's the thing. When you listen to the dubbed version, mm -hmm. it sounds like really bad acting. <laughs> oh, it's, no. it's, it's, uh, I've been watching the dubbed version. And after watching the subtitled version, I'm going to switch to that because it's so much better, even, even not you know, even having to read while you watch it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, the dubbed is, uh, Oh, well I will, uh, take this knife because I feel like it is uh, going to harm you. It's <laughs> really bad dubbing. Have That's you seen the, the, the dub videos on YouTube where they're clearly speaking English, but they're still dubbed. Uh, oh really? No, it's, it's they're dubbed in English even though they're speaking English. Yes, well, that happens in movies sometimes where they're just—it's just ADR, like they're doing it. Oh, later. it's not even ADR. movies. It's horrible, like out of the country YouTube stuff, like Fire and Ice, and yeah. it's, oh, my kids watch <laughs> the weirdest crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, if I haven't said it yet, this is a series called Dark. Mm -hmm. uh, three seasons on Netflix. I'm actually just wrapping up season one, and it is uh, it is dark. Uh, follows the story of a German town called Winden, and uh, this town has has a couple notable things. It's got uh, a nuclear power plant, and it's also got a cave kind of that goes near the nuclear power plant. And um, kids keep disappearing, and it's sad. Oh. But oh. but where do they go? Where do they go, and, Brian? Uh, don't tell us. We don't want to know yet. There's, I will tell you that time travel is involved, <gasps> and it's a uh, very interesting time travel. Uh, by by my, oh, you have high standards for this. My, I do have high standards of of time travel, and um, do they get it right? So or? far, yeah. So far, it feels like they get it right. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, but I'm only one season in, so we'll see. What did, What did you think of that loop? Uh, is it Looper? Looper. Looper. Uh, Looper. Looper. Looper's dumb because uh, <laughs> when Bruce Willis disappears holding the gun, the gun just falls to the ground, meaning yeah. that, oh, okay, well, he brought his clothes there, but his clothes wouldn't exist because Bruce Willis didn't exist. But the gun that he brought there uh, would uh, uh, still be there and just fall to the ground because yeah. why? It's yeah. not well, great. That part of it, if you think about it too hard, is <laughs> Brian is not wrong. I really like that there, movie. As, there are aspects as a, of Looper I really like. Yeah, I there's cool. That's a, it's a well-directed, well-made movie. But Brian <laughs> is totally right about the time travel. It's busted. And you know what? It's it's it, That's a good one to bring up with this because you see older versions of characters and younger versions of characters in Dark. And the casting is brilliant because... You don't have to wonder like, oh, I wonder if that's the younger version of the character I saw in the first part. It's like, oh, no, that's definitely the younger version of the character I saw in the first part. Crazy. Mm. Um, Dark is uh, is on Netflix, and it is uh, not to be watched with kids. <laughs> oh, it's a little dark, is it? It's a little saying? dark. It's a little it's it's a little gruesome. There's some nudity. Nudity. Um, Germany. German nudity. nudity. Okay. German nudity, mm. but uh, boy, is it well acted. And um, do you think the comparisons to Lost are, are fair? I've heard people yes. make that. Okay. 
Yes. Um, I think so. And not because of, I mean, obviously there was some time travel and lost, but there was also, uh, events and things that happened in lost that you could kind of make parallels to in dark. Yeah. And, um, so, all right. Um, so enjoy, uh, enjoy it as I do, as I switch tonight to watching the uh, non-dubbed <laughs> subtitled version after watching, after finding this clip and saying, Oh my God, is that what she really sounds like? I'm watching the, I'm watching the, <laughs> the wrong version. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's an acquired thing. Like Jeannie's in the chat right now talking about, she'll never watch anything dubbed or subtitled. Yeah. It really, for me, well, depends on what I'm watching. I, well, I, I'm not sure. I think she was talking about Lost because she was saying it kept being compared to Twin Peaks and it was tiresome. And I think she's, I think well, she's no, talking about uh, Lost. Up top, she she literally said the oh. words, uh, I won't watch anything dubbed or subtitled ever. Oh, 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 gotcha. I was yeah. looking at more recent things about being compared to Twin Peaks. So I thought she was talking about yeah, Lost. Yeah. But, I uh, find with anything subtitled, mm-hmm. it's hard at first, but then... You get in the groove. It sinks, yeah, you yeah. just it sinks in and, and you don't even realize that you're reading. Yeah, right. I don't mind it. At least for me. At but least I, for me. I will say yeah. this: when I watched the platform, uh, this this movie I recommended a couple of months ago. It's that weird Spanish film about uh, the dystopic sort of that platform with all the food on it that just slowly lo- goes down to uh, the bottom floor. Yeah, by the time I watched it gets that trailer, bumped. that was awful. I loved it, but mm-hmm. I did. I watched it dubbed rather than subtitled because the subtitled version. I didn't like how anyone sounded, and it's not that I don't like the Spanish language. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And just something didn't click with me. I t- flipped it over to dub and it had the, some of the problems Brian's talking about. Kind of the acting's a little uneven and that sort of yeah. stuff. But I ended up liking it more dub. So I think your vi- mileage may vary. Just, you know, go go try subtitles. The Germans love to eken, neiken, vuken, viken, and, and, you, and you can just hear it and, <laughs> and it's fine. You I feel know? like I was just listening to some Def Leppard there. Eken, neiken, uken, viken. I'm getting into it. All right. Uh, Brian, clip, clip number two. Tell us how this is related. Clip number two. Uh, this is another series um, that actually also deals with the disappearance of a child. Ooh. All right. Here you go. <laughs> uh, no, but I have to ask as a formality, are there any questions for my pop, Sheriff Briggs? Yeah, sure. I got a question. When do we eat? <laughs> all right, get in line before Rick, everyone. Well, so good to see you all. Thank you all for coming out today. I got a real question. What happened to the tape that showed the abduction of Richie Fife? Well, no such thing exists. Yes, it does. I have a copy. It shows that your son's testimony was a lie. Well, that's enough now. <laughs> what is it? What is that saying? Uh, kids say the darndest things. <laughs> he has a right to ask a question just like everyone else. Oh, it's uh, Q&A, isn't it? Oh, so let's cue this A. These voices are so familiar to me, the two guys. Why are they so yeah. familiar? The, uh, the, the second voice you hear there, the younger guy saying that she's got a right to ask her question, is Jim Sturgis, who you usually hear with a British accent. Uh, singing Beatles songs in uh, uh, Across the Universe or in that oh, Blackjack yeah, movie, yeah, 21. Yeah, 21. 21, yeah. Oh, uh, Across just, the Universe. Uh, the other voice you hear in the, the young girl is the aforementioned earlier on this episode of TMS, Brooklyn Prince, who would make oh, a great Charlie for Firestarter. Sure. Um, it's a show called Home Before Dark. So I have Dark and Home Before Dark. Mm. Um, <laughs> Home Before Dark is a little bit more family-friendly. Like, this is something you could could watch with an older 
kid. It does deal with an abduction of a kid that happened years before. And the family that kind of got away from this town moves back because of some circumstances. And the, the new, the young daughter decides she's going to investigate the disappearance of this kid that happened back when her dad lived uh, in this town and that he's even kind of connected to things. And, um, and this is actually based on a true story. It's based on a young journalist named uh, Hildy Lysak or Lysiak. And um, uh, it's, it's a really compelling show. There's only one season uh, so far. Where's it's it on, it's on Apple TV plus. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. You know, Cause you know, I got to get all my Apple TV plus out of the way before, <laughs> <laughs> before I don't have a subscription to that anymore. If I lose my subscription, although I'd probably get it with that Apple one. Business, oh yeah. The Apple one thing will just make it free basically. So basically, yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, anyway, this is uh um, like I said, compared to dark, this one is a little bit more family friendly. There's no gore. There's no, um, there's no really rough stuff to deal with and have to explain, but I still wouldn't watch it with a, a very young child. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it with an eight year old, but I would say, you know, 10, 12 year old, uh, probably would get a real kick out of this. The main character is, is about that age. And, um, and, and, you know, right now I think, uh, Brooklyn Prince is the next, uh, up and coming star that we're going to see um, in in a bunch of things. She's treat her well, recently. Hollywood. Treat her nice. We right. like we want kids to have a good a time and do good work. But then when they get older, don't treat them like shit and have them poop out the back end. Okay. See, here's the problem with what yeah. you just said. I think Hollywood's doing fine with those kids. Mm. It's the YouTube kids that I'm worried about. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, they're yeah. maybe that's maybe gonna that's gonna be a shift. whole train wreck that we're gonna. Maybe yeah, that I'm is up. the shift, right? It's that uh, right now the Hollywood kids are, are going to be okay. <laughs> it's the YouTube. Yeah, they it have tutors. Like, they like have, the, I make like a million dollars a year by opening boxes. <laughs> it seems like the Fanning kids all turned out okay. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. The one Olsen girl that isn't a twin's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. you Elizabeth. Know, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, not the Stranger the, Things kids, I, I feel like they're all going to be just fine. Wolfhard. Mega, mega Cho. Norman, whatever his name is. <laughs> mega Norman. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, Hard mega Norman. Uh, moving train media said it's the parrots. Y- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's laws in place for Hollywood kids now too. Yeah. So I don't know. There's just so much. I just worry about kids, but she seems like uh, she probably got a good head on her shoulders. Should be okay. Yeah. And if, and, and I'm going to reiterate it here. If you have not seen the Florida project, which is the one with Willem Dafoe and about these kids living in a hotel right next to uh, Disney world in Florida, it's uh, um, it's a, it's a very well done movie and it's like, Oh my God, how can people live like this? And mm. yeah. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I am, I'm voting for one title today and one only. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Wolfhard, Wolfhard Mega Norman. I Mega love Norman. that name. I don't know why that's so great. It just is. So points to Brian. All right. Uh, well done. Good recommendation. I need to catch up on my Apple TV stuff, but uh, uh, they've, they've been putting out good stuff. I mean, they're getting you got Emmy nominations and they're doing fine. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. all right. Here is my uh, thing that I'm going to play. Speaking of Emmy nominations, this will be a shoe in for me, but also there's a particular actor in this that has, is blowing my mind. I'll play it, see if you guys can figure it out. Here it is. Which one are you, Samuel? Lemuel. What? My name is Lemuel. It's in the Bible. The Jew part or the Catholic part? Boy, you need to get up out of here. We're trying to have a civilized conversation. 
Do you know who I am? Do you? What? You say what a lot. What? I think you're confused. Boss. Okay. Any ideas? No. What? 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 That is. What they they speak English and what? (laughs) It's the new. It's the new season of Fargo, which is two episodes out. Cool. And I am, you know, I'm I'm on the record as being a ridiculously hardcore fan of the series. I think it's probably the great. It's my favorite show on TV. I'd love it. Has Chris Rock's career been reborn? I mean, he was already doing fine. His stand-up yeah. stuff lately is fine and all that. Nothing wrong with Chris Rock, but Chris Rock is really good in this. It's a very interesting like role for him. I like not, older Chris Rock. And it's mm-hmm. not like comedy at all for him. It's quirky like you expect Fargo to be. It's, you know, this is based on the Coen Brothers 1996 film of great renown. And all four seasons, this one so far included, are quirky and different and weird. Uh, this is set in 1950, although they spend some time in the very early part of the century in 1918, then a little bit in 1930. I won't tell you why, but that opening season uh, episode kind of sets a bunch of stuff up. And I'm completely on the hook again. Like, it's just everything I love is all happening at once. Uh, The way the last episode ended, I don't even know what to think of it, but Raylan Givens showed up, not as Raylan Givens, but that actor. (laughs) What? Um, It's got a justified connection? Yeah, there's a justified (laughs) connection, which I can completely justify. Um, It was great. And uh, anyway, everybody's great. Now, the person I want to mention here, the person I want to call out, because everybody so far is amazing. Chris Rock is great. Jason Schwartzman's character, Jostofada, is one of the most interesting portrayals I've ever seen uh, Jason Schwartzman do. He's an interesting actor, period. Like, he's great in all the Wes Anderson movies and all of that. But this is it's really great. He plays an Italian uh, heir to the crime family guy. That's just, it's effed up. He's so, he's so effed up. Um, ben Winshaw or Wishaw, you know him from oh, uh, yeah. lots of things, including, um, well, Disney's um, sequel to the the Mary Poppins movie, that movie. He plays mm-hmm. the dad in that. He's very good in that. He's just an interesting dude, generally speaking, but he's yeah. in this, plays this Irish kid. Very, it's very obvious we need to keep our eye on him because something's, something's going to be rad with him. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to get interesting. The character or the actor I want to uh, pull out of this, though, who just is a revelation to me, is somebody named Jesse Buckley, who I've never heard of before. Um, the character she plays in this is Oretta Mayflower. And uh, let's see, she's from Ireland, she's but she Irish. doesn't she doesn't play Irish. She plays. Uh, she's in fact so far she's the only one with the Minnesota accent and the oh don't you know in that whole thing <laughs> really that's funny yeah she she's plays, the Fargo in Fargo she summer. plays a nurse who lives across the street from who I think is kind of supposed to be our hero uh, so far anyway but I won't I don't want to spoil a thing about her she's incredible like well, she was in uh, Chernobyl oh yeah yeah that's Chernobyl. another thing you've seen her from yes um, okay and a few other things but a lot of it is like I don't even know where she's from how do I know this lady. She yeah. is so good that if she's not Emmy bait this coming year, I don't know who is like she, she is so good in this and is really freaking me out. Um, I'm, I'm really, really into that character. Anyway, we're only two episodes in cause that's all there is so far, but I'm completely on the hook as usual. It's a big fat worm for my big fish mouth. I'm ready to roll. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's watch. I'm ready. I wish it was all out now. I can't wait to do it. And when yeah. I'm done, I'm going to go rewatch the other seasons cause I love those two. And anybody who tells me any different, you're 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 talking to a wall because <laughs> this is my That's, jam. This is one of those shows that I'm 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 savoring to watch 
when more of it is available. Like I, I saw it come up and it was like, Oh, here's a new thing that you always watch. Right. It gives you those recommendations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I want to wait till at least two thirds of the season are available and be able to binge it. Sure. And, and and I I would not blame people wanting to get ahead of it. In fact, I was tempted. Well, I did do that. I waited till two were out, but it Mm -hmm. still wasn't. And and the premiere is like an hour and a half long. Mm. So, uh, I had somebody come to me and said, I don't know if it's really grabbed me yet. Something wrong with you, y'all. It's a hundred percent opinions, different strokes, hundred percent grabbing me, like in every I may, possible I may, way. Yeah, I may, I may cave and watch, and Tina may watch it. I mean, the um, uh, we did that with uh, Better Call Saul. We just can't not watch week after week on Better Call Saul, right? We can't save no. up and watch them all at once. Together. I'm, I'm, how, I'm like that with the boys now. I watch. Are you? Oh my god! Oh, I thought so I've, been saving, I've been saving the boys for that. Oh, for that very don't reason. save it. Watch it. Really? Watch okay. it. I thought it was the out last episode all at was once. so good. Well, I have so much dark to watch. <laughs> you got a lot of German people to got see. a lot of German to watch. Yeah. So anyway, this is on FX. It's also uh, because of their deal with Hulu now, um, which is just glorious. It used to be you had to wait forever for this series to show up anywhere other than just straight mm-hmm. up TV. And it's, it's now day and date on Hulu. As part that's of the cool. FX deal, and Disney owns FX now, and all that. So um, that's where I saw it, and it's great. Okay, uh, Nicole, it's your turn. I can't wait to hear what you brought. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of uh, shows, I've been waiting for. I think it's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it was on Netflix. Anyway, Netflix, Hulu. I don't know, but the fourth season of uh, the bad or the good place is out. Oh, oh, good. That's which okay. I missed. Yeah. I missed it when it aired, so I've been waiting, waiting, waiting. So That's not the. F- was that the final season? The fourth and final season. Yeah. Okay. So you can stream. Netflix. Thank you. Yes, I believe uh, so. All right. Cool. So here I have something that the whole family can watch together. Oh. And it's seasonal. So. Oh. Here's the clip. Look okay. away, Brian. All okay. right. This is Hallmark Channel. I'm gonna fart. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. Yes. All right. Here we go. Hit and play. Sorry, guys, as loud as it goes. Have a good day at school, dear. Do your worst! Ah, now I understand. This is a children's prison. Who's that? Great. This is Wednesday. Hello. <laughs> hey, Parker. Okay. I think I know what it is. <laughs> there you go. That's, uh, that's, a, that's the giveaway right there. But you don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. So this is good, right? Yeah. So uh, this is the Adams Family movie that came out in 2019. I I I don't know. I didn't watch it. I I, I don't know. I, wait, Adam's wait, wait. family. You're, you're recommending something. Recommending something you didn't watch? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I watched it this time through because it's on okay. Amazon Prime. Gotcha. So okay. you can so watch like it you on said, Amazon I didn't, Prime. I didn't watch it. And... I didn't watch it the first time through. It was out. You know. Gotcha. Okay. It, not a lot of fanfare. It's actually really kind of cute. Um, and, it's, it's, and it's more based on the actual Charles Adams artwork. Mm-hmm. Is oh, it? Yeah, yeah, totally, dude. Oh. You're just looking at it and you're like, and Man. you get an origin story, which I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. An origin? So, oh, an origin story. Really? Oh, maybe that that, that kind of is a turn off. <laughs> I liked it. I liked uh, it. 
seen how they all they kind of shoehorned origin stories. Oh, here's oh, how Indiana Jones fun. got the scar on his chin well, and why maybe, he doesn't like snakes. But maybe and that's, I got his hat. But maybe it's based minutes. on uh, the the Charles Adams uh, original cartoons had an origin story, right? Maybe that's all. I mean, they're just a family that lives <laughs> lives like like it's like it's Halloween. Like yeah. they're you know. Yeah, did yeah. you grow up watching the TV? Story? Did you watch the TV show growing up? I did. Oh, oh, yeah. oh please yeah. tell me it's not like, oh, they were a normal family until they got struck no, 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 by no, no, radioactive no, no, no. Halloween lightning. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> all right, good. Okay. I, I still want to know uh, how uh, Thing became. They didn't address that. Oh, uh, no. Snoop, Snoop oh. Dogg is in this. Snoop Dogg. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. You're really oh, selling Please stop Brian. trying to sell. You're like, yeah. everything you tell me is pushing you further and further away from wanting to watch You're it. really it's speaking a, Brian's a, language here. Hey, so he's stuck. If you're looking for just. I like a, Snoop Dogg, but I don't like. Yeah, go ahead. I think he plays Cousin It. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Wait, Cousin It <laughs> is the hairy. Does he do the Cousin It voice or does he do Snoop yeah, Dogg? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm, I'm slightly back in. Please tell me that it's not like, well, you know, I don't even want to ask because you're going to tell me yes and I don't even want to know. Hmm. <laughs> what am I going to tell you? Uh, I kind of want to know now. What are we going to <sighs> Like, uh, I want to say Boris and Natasha, but it's uh, um, not Boris. And, what, what are their names? It's. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Gomez and. Uh, Gomez and. Gomez and. Morticia. 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 Yeah. Um, does it give you like how the two of them met? Like yes. the. Their courtship? Well, yeah, sorta. Like you don't really. <laughs> okay. I don't. Want, I'm like I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, it sounds like. No, I think it's going to do a very good job of yeah. doing it by itself. It's not bad. It's fun. It's a fun Halloween, easy to watch with the kids. Cool. Uh, movie. Uh, it's cute you know and it's, it's digital it's animation. Streaming. Yeah, it if looks it's good. streaming. I'll watch it because it's you know. Uh, Oscar Isaac, who oh, is. Uh, sweet. I like him. From Star Wars and yeah, Machinima all or whatever. Sorts of stuff. Machinima. Did you, <laughs> Machinima. Just, did you just call it Machinima? Deus Ex Machinima. Yeah, yeah, Machinima. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new it's been favorite. A it's been a while. It's been a while since uh, we've, we've uh, stacked up a name. So yeah, I'm glad yeah. we got that. There you go. Machinima. Machinima. Machinima? No, what is it? Machinima? Machinima. Machinima. Well, there was a thing called Machinima, though. Like it was yeah. like when you well, did, no, when you uh, did World of Warcraft uh, animation. Yeah, there still is. You can. There's Machinima.com's yeah. like now, like a big video game site. But yeah, Machinima is like in-game video of any game. It's not just Warcraft, but yeah. anything you want to make. So also, I gotta tell uh, you, Nicole, we met like what? me and Tina. We we miss hanging out with Aww, you guys. We miss know, you too. I know we've all been kind of like hunkered forever, down man. in quarantine. It has been forever, so. Yeah, you guys should uh, go do like a ten feet apart uh, picnic or something. Yeah, let's know. go. Let's go to a restaurant, and get separate tables, like a patio outside patio. No, restaurant. I'm not even going. Yeah, I'm not. We're not even doing that, man. I just. All right, let's, just, let's get some takeout pizza and we'll sit. Uh, we'll sit outside your fence. Go to, we'll go to a park. Yeah. Put a blanket out. Just there do a Zoom go. call. Get on a Zoom call. Eat pizza in front of each other. You're all set. Perfect. Yeah. So it has a lot of big names in it. Charlize Theron is in it. Uh, Chloe Grace. I don't know how to Marins. Oh, please try though. More, no, do it. Do tens. it. You do it. More tens? I don't know. More tens. Yes, more tens. <laughs> and, Every time uh, I play Go Fish, that's my always my request. More tens, please. <laughs> and who was it? Uh, I, just, I just made Scott do a spit take. <laughs> those aren't those aren't allowed in polite 2020 society anymore, and you made me do one. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, that was like the worst. Was 90, uh, yeah, yeah, the ninety one film uh, that yeah. was a live action one. Yeah, yeah. Did you like the, the live the, action yeah. one? It's okay. With, uh, it's fine. Yeah. That's fine. With, I liked uh, it at the time. Christina Ricci or whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. hold up as well as as one would like. Yeah. yeah. Especially the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still think uh Fester is incredibly well played by um Christopher Lloyd. Christopher yeah. Lloyd, yeah. I just think that's an incredible characterization. Uh, you know, the casting, I think casting all around. I mean, Angelica Houston is a great Morticia. Mm-hmm. I think uh Raul Julia was a, was rest in peace was a great uh Gomez. Yeah, they were all good. Um yeah, I'm glad. That, can we? Will you make sure to say "rest in peace" anytime we talk about anyone who's passed away? In, in sure, absolutely. Okay. Rest All in right. peace. I like that. God rest, <laughs> God rest his soul. Who was yeah. uh, the guy? The the guy that played Lurch, that was in Twin Peaks as the giant, and I mean, you know, there's oh, your, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Your, there's your perfect casting. He, you know, you're right. Thing. Everybody in there was really well cast. It's just the movie itself and the energy of it is a very '90s kind of era thing. Um, I think the sequel's bad. And I and I was actually I actually looked forward to the idea of like, hey, this is going to look like Adam's original artwork, and so I'm going to take Nicole's. I'm going to I'm going to see it. That's it's, what I'm going to do. It's cute, yeah. and and you have um, basically they find a house. Some people being me, you know, trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. So they try to they find this space, but then it gets overrun by like an HGTV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's really Charles working. Adams original yeah. assimilation. assimilation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I, I legit. I'm Man. I'm actually and Short is in this. I didn't realize Martin Short was in it. Oh. He's the voice of uh Grandpa Trump. Grandpa Trump. Frump. Oh, Frump. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What is this? What have they done? Do they Bette Midler's in it? She's <sighs> the grandma. Wow, Nick Kroll is-, is Uncle Fester. Okay. Uh, I like Nick Finn Cole. Wolfhard is the kid from That's it, yeah. Oh, Stranger Finn, Things. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard, Wolfhard Megan Norman. Mer- Megan Wolfhard. <laughs> Wolfhard. Is that how you say Wolfhard, right? Yeah, it's Wolfhard. Wolfhard, yes. Wolfhard. This is from the thing Brian said earlier. Um, yeah, he, uh, uh, I'm going to see it. And uh, by the way, yeah, so it's cute. Speaking of yeah. cartoons and uh, Brian, so he, you have always told me that your favorite of the Disney movies was uh, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, that's one that you um, like because you like it's, Stitch it's as there. a character. I like Stitch a lot. I like the character Stitch. Right. I'd say I'd say probably the Toy Story series is my favorite, but I really like Lilo and Stitch pr- predominantly because I really like Stitch. Yeah, I mean, t- if you take Pixar a, out of the equation and you go traditional animation, you're, you you little, like that little solar Stitch right here. Yeah, there he is. So yeah, uh, the reason I bring this up is I watched Lilo and Stitch with my daughter, and. Mm-hmm. uh I'd never seen it. I thought I had. Oh, I had. Oh, really? Okay. And, uh, I want to say I really enjoyed it. Although it was a little weird because we were watching uh, Moana before it with Van. Uh, we were babysitting, and he loves that movie, and he also likes Lilo and Stitch. And so the whole thing was, well, all right, we're going to watch this movie, which is about Hawaiian culture, although it's older, uh, you know, set in some far off past. But then we're going to go right into Lilo and Stitch, which is like a more modern take on Hawaiian culture or this family's Hawaiian and the, the island is, you know, they, they, the ship lands in Hawaii. And it's really a weird thing because you go from this really recent, beautifully 3D animated thing and then you mm-hmm. go to this traditional animated thing and it just was jarring at first. It was just like, oh, 
man, this is like two mm, Hawaii's, yeah. two worlds, two whatever. But then you got yeah. used to it, and then I really enjoyed it. I like Lilo and Stitch a lot. It was nice. That's cool. Very cool. Um, and just one, you know, little further thing to throw out: the new season of uh, the Great British Baking Show is on, mm. and uh, they're doing it week by week. It's only a few. It's only being shown a couple weeks after it airs in uh, the UK, and this is taking place during uh, COVID. So they're in a bubble, basically, mm-hmm. um, where they're instead of going back home and being with their families between each episode, they're staying in probably a very nice, you know, Mary Berry's mansion or something um, while this is being filmed. But it's funny how uh, how. The seasons, it almost is like they're going down a checklist, right? All right, so we've got to have the the older lady that drops things all the time. Check. We've got to have the woman in a hijab. All right, check. We've got to have the uh, the hottie who this who this uh, uh, season is named Lottie, just Lottie like it fits hottie? perfect. Lottie the hottie. Nice. Uh, we have to have a, a younger man that might be gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, no. but we think he might be. But doesn't matter. Let's let's add him to the yeah, checklist let as it well. Be gay, sure. Yeah, uh, maybe, but, my, uh, but my, it is funny how they do seem to follow up a formula for their. Well, speaking of about. Uncle, hey, I do have a I do have a question for both of you guys. Oh, go ahead. Yes. So since we were talking about uh, kind of it's Halloween, right? Season. So, <laughs> There's it, no it, day. Tomorrow it's is the, the official season. month of Halloween. No. Yeah. It stopped. It started two weeks ago for me. Okay. Oh. All right. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I have a playlist of movies that I I. I like to put on during the, the season. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, and they have to be family friendly. Mm-hmm. So sure. I've recent for some reason I didn't have Beetlejuice added in there. Oh, so we've wow. just added Beetlejuice to it. it. But I'm curious if you have any Halloween family movies that you guys typically watch. Well, we always Not watch really uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and we always watch <laughs> um, uh, Family Wise. Oh, geez, what other Halloween thing? Uh, so we have really Paranorman. Is, we have Paranorman. Oh, Christmas. yeah, yeah, yeah. And those Transylvania movies are also good. Those are, yeah. Those are great. Uh, I also put on a Young Frankenstein, but the kids don't really like that too much. Mm-hmm. It's a, <laughs> but that, I like it. Yeah, I like it too, but I, I'm trying to think if I was a kid, like a young kid and watch Young Frankenstein. I don't know what I'd think of it. I think I would think it's just uh, it's just silly. It's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little, some some jokes are kind of high, like go right over uh, uh, right over kids' heads too. Sure, and young Frankenstein. Oh, course, typical Mel Brooks. Pride is a good one. Oh, of course, Pride is good. Monster House. We have more Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus. You can watch Hocus Pocus on Disney Plus. Wait, Hocus Pocus. Remind me, or Chet Midler, Sir Jessica Parker. Oh, I don't. Amaka, 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 amaka. And there's a new one apparently coming out this year. A new. Um, is there? Yeah, a new Hocus Pocus special or something. Oh, I just it just came up in. Uh, How my... have you not seen Hocus Pocus, Scott? Uh, I've never. I know seen I it have either. seen it. I didn't like it. I saw it and didn't like uh, it. It's not my jam. I don't know why. Cute. Yeah, it's not my thing. I've I've never seen it. Oh, uh, it's cute. The other one we watched a lot when we were kids, because uh, we just thought of it, and I still think of it as a Halloween movie. Is ET because they have this whole section of the movie that's set around Halloween, and so I just think of it as a Halloween movie. I know that's weird. Yeah. Mm, Monster Squad. Oh, I haven't here it is. Monster Squad in forever. Here's what it is. It's Hocus Pocus stars reuniting for Bette Midler's Halloween fundraiser. So it's oh. basically a chance to watch the original Hocus Pocus with Bette Midler streaming. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if you get Kathy Najimy and Sarah Jessica Parker, who they call in this uh, movie web article called Shara, S H A R A, Jessica Parker. Shara, sure. Why not? So- sure. 
sure. Freeform, which has an app, uh, if you have like a cable subscription, but I think you can pay for it too. They're doing, um, starting on October 1st, a Halloween movie every day. And the first one is Hocus Pocus. Oh, so. well, there you go. There's a whole thing. 2012 Frankenweenie, the animated Frankenweenie is also very good. I like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, oh, Coraline, I think it was a Halloween movie, even though it's not really. But I, And that's scary yeah. for little kids, though. That's scary. I can't. I tried to watch it with Matteo. And as soon as he got to the buttons, he's like, I'm out. Yeah, and that's but that is also that's Tim Burton animation, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they well, I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, Selleck, that's not correct. Selleck animation, yeah, Selleck. Henry Selleck did Coraline. Henry Selleck animation, yeah. Which yeah. is, I guess, it's those people who did, um, Paranorman and um, mm-hmm. the other ones, the Two Strings thing. Uh, Kim oh, Kubo and the Two Strings. If you if you have not on Disney Plus, if you have not watched Prop Culture. There's a great episode where he goes back and finds props from Nightmare Before Christmas. And um, oh, that's cool. It's really cool. You go into Danny Elfman's house and see the weird stuff that Danny Elfman puts on his bookshelf and on his, his uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the tables and stuff in his house. It's really, really good. It's an oh, interesting it show, too. I mean, it's a guy who I thought would kind of be like, I thought it'd be kind of an irritating, like, oh, let's collect some weird stuff from old movies. But he goes in and he, he has great reverence for these props from mm. old Disney movies and not so old Disney movies. Okay, just Lots quick correction. Quick, quick uh, correction. The Coraline yeah. was directed by Henry Selleck. That is not. That's he's not associated with Leica Studios. Leica Studios did Box Trolls, Paranorman. Okay. Two strings. Oh, and all that. okay, gotcha. Just to clarify, and that new Bigfoot one, which was supposed to be good, that I didn't see. Oh yeah, I think Nicole, you saw Bob, that and Bob, recommended Bob. it. A bomb, but a bomb, but go ahead. I can't say it. <laughs> Shut up, Mark. This is one of my favorite segments we've ever done with you. All right. Um, <laughs> missing. Well, missing link was the Bigfoot. Yes, one, but I, then there was also a bomb. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, anyway, so well, I did. I watched both. They're cute. And if yeah. uh, uh, any old school MTV fans will remember, Henry Selleck got his start doing those weird transition cartoons on MTV. Back yes. Oh, those were great. Those yeah. were so weird. He was perfect for weird. Coraline. Anyway, that's your anyway. segment, everybody. Good stuff all around. Now, if you're like, man, that's a lot of stuff they recommended. I can't remember any of it. Good news, because Nicole puts them on her Twitter account at Nicole Spag. <laughs> Nicole Spag is the name, uh, and she'll spell like out She's going to document everything. every show and movie and <laughs> no, series we talked about for the last half hour. That's right. <laughs> just four of them. <laughs> oh, just the four. All right. The four main ones. That's all we're going to do. Uh, Nicole, any other cool things you want to mention before we let you go? Oh, oh, I was going to show you the Dice Tower video. Oh, or, yeah, not let's the see. Video, but, so Mark, uh, I asked Mark to make me a Dice Tower. Can you see that? Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. cool. I don't, have any, I don't have any dice to drop in there, but um, it's all like. But anyway, there's a video going to come out tomorrow. Or no, today's Wednesday. Do I have it outside? I do yeah, have it outside. because the dice would go in the top. There, yep. you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Step. Ooh, I hope I you I hope uh, the, yeah. with the uh, the movie, <laughs> the video. There you go. That's my favorite. So Mark, uh, do we have plans for this too? Yeah. Oh, so there'll be plans and a video on how to make it on oh, nice. our website, thewoodwhisperer.com like on a Friday. Good, nice. A good beginner project, yeah. right? Or a good, you know, intermediate. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Very cool. Sure. Beautiful. Uh, go there check go. that out. Wood Whisperer. Dice Towers. And, uh, I'm going to send you one, Scott. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. We'll show it off like crazy uh, during. Not gonna send I think it's this one I'm sending Because I made fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to send. So 
So he made three. I'm keeping one, and I'm sending one to Scott and one to Steven. Oh, Schleicher? Sch- Schleicher. Oh, oh yeah, Steven Schleicher, absolutely. Yeah, yes. and then send yeah. Brian a bag of chips. I don't know. Just send me a bag of air, a ba- yeah, bag an empty of air. bag of air. Was <laughs> uh, I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, real quick, Brian. Speaking what? of Uncle what? Fester. Yeah. Yeah, the new guy on uh, British Bake Off. He looks like Uncle Fester. What's his deal? What's that about? Oh, he's uh, well. You've seen him on Bridesmaids. He's um, is he funny? He is funny. He's he's you know it's going to take a while to get used to him, but um, he and Noel play off of each other very well. Yeah, that's right. He was on Doctor Who. He was a companion for a little bit of uh, Capaldi's time, or like two or three episodes. Okay. Um, and that guy's name is. Andy, no, I can't remember his name. We looked it up because I was like, oh, it's that guy who I saw in Doctor Who and who was in Bridesmaids as uh, Rebel Wilson's brother and Matt Lucas. That's it. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. Okay. Very, very funny guy. And um, he's he's good at the self-deprecating British Bake Off humor that you kind of need for that sort of thing. All right. I, I just meant to ask that and totally forgot. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. Nicole, have a fantastic day. And we, <laughs> you too. And I'll see you soon. Bye now. <laughs> All right. Nicole yeah. looked like the kind of person today that if you even brought up the debate, she would tear your head off. Oh That's yeah. What she looked yeah. Like today. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't blame her. Um. Exactly what I was gonna say. Don't blame her. Uh, hold on. My mom just texted me. Make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Oh, we're good. Okay. She just has a question. Her iPad's full. <laughs> How do I get rid of some stuff on this iPad? <laughs> it's probably heavy then. Yeah, for, yeah, with all that books. data on there, it's got to be. Those books, you know, they add up. They add up. <laughs> uh, all right. We are done with the show with the one exception of this. Fan service. Speaking of Tanner Goodman, he sent this in. It's a little bit of fan service. He says, hello, skeleton and bones. I just started streaming again on our Twitch channel. Currently, I'm playing a phantasmago. No, sorry. Fan- phasmophobia. I want to say Phantasmagoria because that's the magazine I know you we do, all have. Because that sounds like a thing. Uh, ghost Hunting Simulator with my husband, Alex. It's a super innovative game where it utilizes your microphone and ghosts react to what you say and do or scream. Uh, they might laugh if you are scared or turn off the lights when you say do something. Sounds like the perfect Scott game. Anyway, a shout out would be great. My Twitch username is Tanner underscore Goodman. Hope to see more wonderful people from the Tadpool join us. Thanks for everything, gents, Tanner and Alex. Well, that sounds Very interesting. Cool. I have not heard of that game. Uh, I haven't either. It, he doesn't say if it's VR or not, but I got to think a VR version of that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, let's see real quick. I can tell you. Yeah. Valve. As, yep. As VR well. support. This is Valve Index, wow. HTS, or HTC Vive, Oculus, and Windows Mixed Reality supported. So. Yep. Oh, wow. So, oh, so, uh, ooh. And over, hmm. overwhelmingly positive. Really? Yeah, but keep so in mind. So is it one I can just buy directly on the Oculus Quest, or do I need no, you to gotta, buy it you on Steam on, and Yeah, you and get it on Steam it. and then link it. Yeah, yeah, that's link fine. Wire. I'll totally do that. Yeah, this looks... Uh, ooh, I don't think I could do this. Look at this game. Yeah, oh, this yeah. looks... Oh, my God. The thing where you've just got a flashlight and... Uh, are they Caspery looking ghosts or are they Hill House kind of ghosts? Oh, that's the other series that's coming soon. The sequel yeah. to that thing. I'm so excited. Yes. Bly Manor, I believe it is. Speaking yeah. of good kid actors, that, that first season had great kid actors. On. Oh, really did. And how do you not get screwed up by being in that show? Right? <laughs> oh, man. Their whole careers are screwed. All right, that's yeah. uh, that's it for fan service. Uh, if you do a cool project on the internet and you want to get it shouted out, we'll do it right here on the show. Big thanks to everybody for that. Also, send us your emails, themorningstream at gmail.com. You can use that for everything you need. 
And you can support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Tomorrow we'll have Wendy here and uh, a normal Thursday. This week we will have... Actually, we're doing Playdate? No. Are we doing Playdate this week? Yes, we're doing Playdate this week. Oh my God, yeah. Tomorrow we've got uh, Gidget. That's right. Because it's right. pushed back a week. And then we do have Playdate on Friday. That's right. Uh, can you do normal 3.30 time for Playdate? I can. Yeah. Okay, could awesome. We, uh, could we start a little early? We can start. Well, I have the instance until... Let's see. Usually starts at 12.30, ends at 2. So maybe ends around 2. So what if it was like 2 or 2.30? Something like 2 that? 2.30 would be great. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll aim for earlier uh, tomorrow. Cool. So yeah, play date tomorrow and um, no Friday or Friday. Friday sorry, Friday. I forget what date is. <laughs> also, is the new a Jackbox Seven out? Hold on, I heard it was coming, and we should oh. be real soon here. Uh, Jackbox Party Pack Seven on Steam available ah October fifteenth, so we're a little early. Okay, okay. that's all right. We'll be, we'll have it for uh, October's uh, late October's play date since yep. this will technically be. Early October's planning. <laughs> this is all true. Patreon.com slash TMS is where you can support us. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you all for being here, Brian. Let's get out of here with some music. Okay, this is uh, this is really cool. Here's a brand new track coming out from a band that I really like. I saw these two. It's a couple of sisters. Uh, the band is called Larkin Poe. I saw these two open for Elvis Costello at the Fox Theater here in Boulder years ago. And a great show. They even came out and joined uh, Elvis for one of his songs and um, their their harmonies are incredible their uh, style their arrangements are are absolutely gorgeous and they've got a brand new album coming out and guess what mm. it's all covers baby mm. can't wait uh, the new album comes out um, in November but this is the lead off single it's a cover of the Moody Blues Nights in White Satin here is Larkin Poe Nights in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to sin Beauty I'd always miss With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say anymore Cause I love you Yes, I love you They cannot defend Just what you want to be
diets in white satin, never reaching the end. Letters I've written, never meaning the same. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! Jeez.